welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is musician and actress Chantal Claret. Chantal plays Sean on Netflix's new original series called Love. And uh, my God, we go deep. We talk about so many things. If you can get through the first hour of the show, you're going to be hearing some good stuff. But in that second hour, that's when things fucking pop off and get great. I promise you, you will not regret it. Oh my God. That's like the first lie of the entire show. JK, JK. Anyway, here's the thing. I met Chantal years ago when we were both like teenagers in New York City. Uh, I was fresh out of high school. I moved from Los Angeles to be in New York and I was totally mod going to rock and roll clubs and dancing to like whatever, dancing all night at clubs and Chantal was too. And I haven't seen her in a long time. And I'm so excited we get to revisit our friendship and talk about all this stuff. Um, We go on a weird tangential journey, as I do with every single uh, guest that I have on the show. And on this one, it's no different. We talk about daddy issues. We talk about sexualizing stuff with men in order to gain strength and power from our sexual conquests. We talk about cheating, being kids of narcissists. We talk about the magic of the universe and asking for what you want out loud. We talk about, uh, you know, uh, lesbianic things and having conversations with our mom about it. We talk about uh, her cousin's ex-girlfriend trying to go down on her. And at one point, I even think, I I admit to having a thought, this weird thought falls out of my mouth where I tell Chantal that I think that I want my father to be attracted to me, which may or may not be true. But you know what? Things get real on podcasts, uh, and that's what happens in this one. Anyway, we talk about anal sex, threesomes, how she met her husband, uh, some weird strap-on experience she had with some dude a long time ago, Uh, and Aristotle even voluntarily – Aristotle, my producer – Aristotle even voluntarily gets on the mic – uh, which is very exciting. Um, we talk about uncircumcised dildos, DMT, and what happens to our brains when we die. We talk about our 103-year-old grandfather. And let me just apologize in advance for saying, oh, my God, so many times in the first hour of the show. I don't know what that's all about. I think I was very excited. For whatever reason, uh, both of us are just, you know, we, we sound like teen girls high on methamphetamine. Um, but that's because we're excited. And we were, we're not teen girls, and we were not high on methamphetamine. We were just excited, and we are allowed to be. I'm just saying. Uh, side note of a side note, I don't know if any of you guys have been experiencing this, but uh, this week I was so moody. Yes, I was PMSing, but this goes beyond PMSing because I've been talking to a lot of people who said they are also feeling a lull and a bit melodramatic or melancholy, if you will, uh, or whatever. Uh, and some lady on a street corner told me that Mercury – is in retrograde, so I don't know if, if that's a real thing or if that's what it was, but uh, I've been very moody, and I've been having lots of thoughts and feelings and thinking deeply about what I want for myself and if I'm happy and uh, about relationship stuff and what to do and how to navigate all that and like uh, if I'm making the right decisions for myself and in, in the right situation. Anyway, so finally I feel like I'm kind of coming out of the woodwork from all that stuff and... Uh, you know, if any of you guys are noticing the same thing or if you have a thought, a concern, a question, a conundrum, whatever it is, and you want to write into the show, I would love to hear from you so we can use each other as people to help each other, help us all like feel less alone. Because chances are if I'm going through something, you guys might be going through the same thing. Let's talk about it. Let's have a discussion. Let's have a conversation. Send your emails to the Love Alexi podcast. Uh, and that email address is dearlovealexi at gmail.com. Uh, I think that... Uh, we should all be friends on social media because I could be kind of cool too. Uh, 
here's my info. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. If you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate it, tell your friends. Uh, that would make me so happy. If you want to follow um, Chantal on all social media, follow Chantal Claret on Twitter and Instagram at Chantal Claret. Visit her website, which is ChantalClaret.com. And uh, listen, I'm going to be quiet so you can use this podcast as a loneliness eliminator, perhaps a happy distraction, and you might even laugh here and there. You tell me. Enjoy my conversation with Love's Chantal Claret. Now entering Nerdist.com. It's motherfucking happening! Literally, oh. my friend is missing. Oh, that is oh, why no. I am like freaking out. Oh, oh my god, it's so nice to nice see. Like, wait, hold on. We're gonna talk about this is Aristotle. Sounds a nice, amazing name. Oh. Is that your God-given name? That's, That's amazing. amazing! I say God-given too. I say God-given too. That's incredible. Let me. And he's twenty-three. Sorry, I'm gonna do what I do ever since. Yeah. Twenty-three years old, hot babe stud. Do you see this what? guy? I just need to know about your parents. And what happened 23 years ago to oh, make the magic? And he's been in a seven-year relationship. So, and, he's, and he's like, wait, 23. Now. It's insane. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Look at your nipples. How your nipples are hard. Are they? You're wearing That's cool good. eyeliner. Oh, thank oh, you. Hi. It's so nice to see I you. I got my shit together. I'm barely. sorry. I am totally, no, I'm okay. literally doing a missing, missing person case. Like, after this, I'm going to my friend's apartment. What's up with your friend? Missing? Uh, my friend Allison. Allison Wu, if this is going up. Yeah, is, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, uh, she's a lovely young lady. She's um, she's missing since Sunday. She was last seen. She was seen with a guy named Scott Helton. Who's that guy? Um, I don't know much about him. Um, he just quit his job at UCLA after 10 years this week, and they disappeared, and they left their car keys and telephones and cars. Really? Yeah, so nobody's seen them, so we are trying to find her. And how old is she, and how old is he? He is He's a 40, I believe. Yeah. He's not a teacher. Um, he was, and she is yeah. 20, I don't remember her exact age. And they weren't um, dating? Yes, they I were believe dating. so. I believe okay. so. Um, yeah, so it's very sketchy. We don't know, and so I'm going to go try and help after being the man on the ground. What are you going to do? Um, I'm going to, I think, head over to her apartment and meet up with her roommate and try yeah. and just establish a line of events and things like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. You just have, like, a weird... Her like, mom int- was saying is just concerned about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a weird way to begin a podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, dude, I just saw this movie. You know what? I got to stop. Wait, just, The Invitation? Yes. I was watching it last night that's as this it, was all happening. That's exactly... And I was like, is this what movies are like now? Oh, like, your boobs oh, are on fire. Oh, I, love, I do the same sorry. thing. I touch I my grow. boobs I, all the time. Sorry. That's what I do when I'm nervous. Me too. So I'm just always I'm touching always my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, but uh, yeah, that movie, at first I didn't like it because I was like, this is so stylized. The acting's bad. Then I realized... Oh, this is what they're going for. And I still didn't like it all the way through you the didn't? end. No, the I didn't. Acting was weird. I just like I, I knew from the first moment that yeah. a kid had died. Yeah. Oh, oh. I, I just okay, so oh, sorry. Listen, spoiler alert, spoiler. we're going to spoil the movie for you. Okay, spoiler well, alert, not, don't see it. That's not even the, <laughs> that's not even the game. <laughs> I just, I was not impressed with it. Because yeah. it's just that whole. But we're supposed thing. to like it because a, a woman directed it. Oh, well. So we have to. There you go. It's how it is. Yeah. I'm just I fucking, that's, that's horrible. I'm just totally, that's yeah. making a horrible, there horrible joke. No, I but, don't. Uh, but I went with a guy and he was like, a woman directed it. And, uh, and I was just like, I still don't like it. See, to me, sexism is hating everybody, or sorry, feminism yeah. is hating everybody equally. That's, I know. I heard, yeah. I did research on you yeah. and you said that in uh, an interview. Yeah. Which, and, is that an asshole thing to say? No, to me, you're it's so like, right. It's I like, love and hate equally. Exactly. Everyone's equal. Okay, so wait. So, and oh, it wait. genuinely usually means me hating people. But 
You saw the invitation yesterday. Yes, as I was finding out that my friend was missing. So it was very, I was like, what is this modern movie experience where you live the movie as a... Oh my God. It was terrifying. Yeah. So this is a weird harrowing. I apologize for being a little scatterbrained. No, this is great. Um, You look like a power player. I walk in, you're like on your cell phone. I'm like, okay, uh, okay. (laughs) what's going on? She's pacing. I'm like, that's very cool. Literally just running an investigation. (gasps) Oh my God. Well, I hope you find your friend. I I really do too. She's a wonderful. It's so nice to see you. When was the last time we saw each other? I know. We got to get to the fucking nitty gritty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wait. I've known I have no you idea. since I was 18, like eight, four years ago. And I was 15. You were 15, 15 yeah. when I met you? Yeah. Okay. This is what I remember. And then I want you to, and this is so ridiculously uh, modern that we're like, yeah. we're getting together over a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it is so dumb. Oh my God. Okay. Um, well, there's never a time to hang out. Mm-hmm. We might as well podcast at the same time. I think I'm just going to podcast my whole life. Just... <laughs> that's, that's what Snapchat is. It's, I, with I videos. don't like... understand <laughs> oh, Snapchat. No, you can't say that. That means, that means well, the impermanence. 20... Everything is impermanent in life. I like holding on to my memories. I don't yeah. understand. It's like, I will, I understand if you just want dick pics and naked no, pics. But... Snapchat is funny. And er- I can't, I'm not going to say like not understanding. I'm not going to say not understanding it is, means that a person is old. Cause I don't no, like when no, people say I that. Get that. No, but no, it. Because Aristotle is twenty three, youthful, flourishing, and filled with vigor and Aristot- life. Yeah, but and he doesn't. He's not on Snapchat. Yeah, but he has. He's given the wisdom with his name, with his birthright I comes know. the wisdom of like. He's a big part of the. If show. someone named Aristotle was on Snapchat, yeah. I would be concerned with the universe. Well, he'd probably have a huge following, actually. Oh my god, I would mis- watch it. Oh my god, look at that hair. Uh, oh, sorry. What a dream. Boat. Okay, I know. What a fucking babe. You know what? But you could Supple. be forty, and I wouldn't know the difference. I don't know yeah, what age people neither. are anymore. We're aging great. Yeah. I think so. Oh my god! I think this so... is the best I've ever and looked. That's how I feel about me. Yeah. Looks up right now because I don't have my eyeliner on and my hair is like you so look wet. beautiful. You always look beautiful. Okay. By the way, you've never met my husband, yeah. but I point you out like all the time because you're on every billboard. I'm like, oh, that's my friend Alexi. I'm on oh, billboards. My... You're on billboards. You're on commercial. I'm like, that's my friend Alexi. So oh my he god. knows who you are literally just from your face being everywhere. Oh my god. Okay, we have to talk about you're married. Yeah. Bands. Yeah. Writing the theme song for Mob Wives. I did. Oh no! Wait, not a Mob song wives. for a no, song for, for Mob Wives. Oh, for oh, eat, drink, uh, eat, drink. I've done which a lot. I love. I've done a lot. I never watched yeah. it. Um, I've uh, you're an idiot. You're I've fool. watched. <gasps> I, I've written a bunch of theme songs at this point, but so, uh, but Chantal. Sorry, that Chantal. was that was that was a brag. Chantal, that was a, that was a no. humble brag. Be braggy. Yeah. Um, be braggy. Shout out to uh, Harris Whittles. May oh rest yeah. In peace. He yeah. came up with that humble yeah. brag. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I heard that's awesome. Um. Yeah, when I you, use it frequently. You do? Yeah. When he passed away, I think I wrote like something about how he complimented me one time at a party. That was my memory of <laughs> And then I was like, hashtag humble brag. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not laughing because I'm... Yeah. I, I, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. That's all right. And touch on my boobs. Yeah. A touch, a touch on my boobs. I do a lot of stuff when I'm uncomfortable. Uh, and um, I just found out I have like severe anxiety and OCD. So that do? explains why I have... I'm always uncomfortable. Are you on antidepressants uh yeah you are yeah which ones uh which one uh oh my god how did i just forget uh what are the one what are the ones what are the different oh, lexapro no not that one well butrin are no. you on antidepressants no, not that one you never have to answer. Not yet, Aristotle. Oh, 23. God. Oh, the times when... When, when him when, and his girlfriend break up and oh, he starts no. going to prostitutes and no. uh, strip clubs. Yeah, I can't see that ever happening. This He'll is like... philosophize <laughs> on a mountain. Sorry, I'm just equating everything in your life with having the name Aristotle. Oh, my God. Um, how can I not remember the one it... What it is? Effexor? No. I've never even been on them and I'm like, no, all I of them. I know. I don't... I'm really bad at this stuff. Um, mm. Well, definitely Xanax and then... You take Xanax? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never taken Xanax or it's, a Klonopin. Yeah, and it's not Kalan, um, Xana, and then what's the long-term one? I can't remember. Well, it, apparently it affects your memory. <laughs> well, does it affect your sex life? Um, 
it makes it harder. This is really funny. It makes it harder to orgasm, harder. but yeah, it pays off. It does. Because <laughs> yes. when you orgasm, it's like kablooey. Yeah, it's oh, really? kind of incredible because I was so nervous and like we were like, oh man. this. But then we were like, what is going on? These pills are amazing. Is he on the same antidepressant? No, he's not. He's, he's, per- not. he's perfectly fine. He's perfectly fine. How tall is he? Six feet. Six, six, six do you think one. that has something to do no, with I'd, depression? Because this is already going on. A t- <laughs> it's becoming a, like a, t- a tangential like yeah. uh, whatever yeah. uh, train wreck. But uh I don't know because I always ask how tall men are. He's six feet tall. Six feet He's tall. He's a perfect height difference. How, I'm how five four. Five four. So it's just enough where, like, when I look up, my neck strains. Oh, but, I love like, that. It's just a perfect. It's not too much. I'm five eleven, and I used oh. to. And I love guys in the, with like a Napoleon complex. Yeah. So I used to date a lot of comedians really? or like musicians or whatever. Uh, and I never realized my neck was straining, but like downwards because I'd be like, hot. Like I just didn't realize. That my I didn't realize they were shorter than me. Yeah, I didn't realize I was tilting my head down, and now I only want to date like tall hunks. Yeah, but five eleven, you gotta. I gotta work towards that. Yeah, I'm dating a hunk now. Oh, good. It's really who's, exciting. Who's this guy? Oh God, tell me the story of how we met. I don't remember ninety nine percent of my life. I mean, I knew we knew each other from Shout and Tiz was days and those. when were when were you living in New York? Okay, so I moved to New York when I was eighteen years old, and I remember what like, year was it? Oh, 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 yeah, oh fuck sorry. it, no, I don't give a fuck. Um, it was like nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so I was. You were 15? Se- no, at that point, I was 17. 17? Yeah. Okay, so I was 18. I remember moving to New York. I was going in there to model. I was like, this is exciting. Oh, my God, yeah. it's going to be amazing. I can drink whenever I want. I can go to... And I was so mod. I was like, yeah. I am mod. Like, and this is before hipsters existed. Yeah, we this, is like, when, this is when you saw a hipster. And this isn't even a beard hipster. This is like shaggy-haired hipster. Yeah. This is when hipsters... There was, A, no such word as hipster. Mm-hmm. But if you saw somebody who looked like sort of shaggy-haired and said like, they were into 60s music. Yes. They were a mod. Oh my a God. modernist. I had a black, I had jet black hair, yeah. bowl haircut, my pea coat, yeah, like skinny. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, and then I met you and you were so tiny and like just like this little Ugh. thing because I'm so tall. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what was this little thing? But yeah, I, don't, I feel like we met each other through like... All all those clubs like there's yeah. like yeah. shout tis was bar th- oh, everything at bar thirteen well bar thirteen I went to that was the first club I ever went to what, what was, was it called bar thirteen shout was bar at bar thirteen, 13. Yeah. oh yeah on thirteenth and University Sunday night party oh my god yeah. what what about and then uh, spa there were, and uh, oh yeah and then you know James Spooner remember yes, James, James Spooner? Spooner yeah did you ever have sex with James Spooner I did not None I had of my sex business. with pretty much everybody else I wonder how many of the same people we've had sex with probably a lot really I mean I've had sex with a lot of people. <laughs> me too I mean. <laughs> Oh a lot of, yeah. If we went down the list, I'm yeah. sure. So, what was going That's on? That's why then? I moved to LA because I was like, well, I had of sex pe- with everybody here. Gotta get out of here. here. Yeah. Wait, so. Oh God, I don't yeah. remember 90% of the experiences. Because like, you were drinking? Drinking, drugs, just partying, and also just I have a horrible memory. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder is it because I was drinking so much that I have a horrible memory, or is it just that I got into so much stuff? If I was like doing so much stuff, you know, like having so many yeah, adventures. Yeah, I don't think that's the. I it's don't alcohol. think it's. Yeah, really? I'm like, maybe I'm just creating too many memories and I'm pushing <laughs> them out of my brain. It's like, no, Lexi. Yeah. Too many memories. Yeah, I suffer from too many yeah. memories. So I just got to push them to the wayside. When I'm in my old age yeah. home, just know it's I had too many good times. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, so, okay. So tell everybody who's listening because yeah. you're, you're a multi-hyphenate. You do a lot of goddamn yeah. things. Yeah. I uh, try. I will have already explained this in the intro. Yeah. I'll record later. Ooh, but uh, I'm excited to hear I, that. Pretty cool. It's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> so wait. 
You had a band called Morningwood. I did from yeah, from when I was nineteen. So right 19. after I met you, I started. Yeah, I was not oh. even started. I got asked to join Morningwood, and then we ran into. Oh, then we, we revisit. I re, I ran into you with like Lee Lust from yes, Capital from or Capital. something because I was dating some guy in Jet for like five years. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I know. Oh my god. I was dating the drummer of Jet. Yes. And oh, and they were so nice. And then I have not even more recently, but I played a show with them, and they were such sweet in Florida. They're still playing. At, like this was a while. We went on tour with. Jet and Papa Roach. Oh my God! I'm That's gonna kill myself right now. Weird... <laughs> How was Papa Roach? Wait, what, they were nice. Well, yeah. What are you maybe musically or like? I don't know. Um, What's I their don't, song? Don't know. Um, okay. But it's. But here's the weird part: is so they were very nice, but they were playing like venues, the same size venues that like my husband plays and stuff like that. My husband goes on tour with like one bus and like a skeleton crew and yeah. like the band, but Papa Roach had like two buses and like a truck where I'm like you guys oh and they God. had a riser that was like 12 feet high which made no sense yeah. in the venues that they were playing yeah and then and it's because Jet and Papa Roach had the same management that they were on that tour because that tour made absolutely no sense whatsoever their, when was this and who's their management um, I forget it, it was like a big management guy like um and so the big guy. this the big was dog. in like 2009 or 10 or oh, something yeah, that's like that longer, yeah. yeah and so then um and I felt so bad for Jet. So they had to set up in front of their riser, like in Ooh. the most. And Jet is was that big. Was, used to be big yeah, at, they were really that was big. Like when people were still making a lot of money, like crazy yeah. money in music. And yeah. it was supposed to be like a co-headlining tour Oof. for them. And like you could tell Jet, just like were like cats with their ears down. Oh. Like they would just come in and play the show. And then finally, we went and played a radio show with them in like um, St. Petersburg, Florida. We played Rib Fest. What's that? Um, Exactly what okay. it sounds like. <laughs> a lot of people eating ribs. Um, yeah, there was like it was. <laughs> were there vegan options? There, I don't know. Oh, that's I rude. don't believe so. It's Florida <laughs> in 2009. I don't think they Aristotle's were. vegan. Are you Aristotle? Shout out that to makes sense. Um, sorry, <laughs> not, that wasn't in a derogatory way. I just meant like because um, it's got good skin. Um, is that does that help? Heart. I don't know. Um, so. But and then Rib Fest, and they were so nice there. Finally, because they were off the tour, they were like hi yeah that was a horrible experience for us and i was like i totally understand and i ate ribs while i was playing the you show did. and then i changed all the lyrics to songs about ribs you yeah. did yeah while well, i was eating with rib sauce all Wait, over my face and when did you meet your husband uh 2005 2005 2005 actually oma 11 oh years ago she's looking at her 11 watch 11 years and two days ago oh my god and when the day okay Oh, God, so many things I want to ask you. Yeah. Well, we met when we were kids and we were a mod and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so we, mod. And then we revisit. I, I saw you again in L.A. when you're in a, your band. And yeah. I'm with the band Jet, yeah. dude, which is hilarious. But, yeah. Uh, those guys were How were they? But are they living out here now? Do you I even don't know? know. Yeah. I don't know. I was no. engaged to the drummer for wow, five long years. Time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Just too... But now you're dating a nice guy. Now I'm dating a nice, nice guy. As it's almost should. weirder to date a guy who, like, works out and is, like, it seems healthy. It's yeah, like but that's like, I, like I think it. when we get to this point in our lives, I think that's what we should have been doing all along. Yeah. If we had instilled that in ourselves from when we were young, it wouldn't be so foreign to us yeah, now. And life will be easier as we get older. I know. But I think at this point now we're trying to teach ourselves that we have to be healthy yeah. and work out. And you're like, what? That doesn't that's feel so right. Weird. Yeah. If only I'd gone to gym class in oh, school, I would have. God, instead of smoking and like listening yeah. to whatever I was listening exactly. to. Like, oh my God. Um, but wait, but you date like, wait, do you drink anymore or no? Mm. 
Like, not really. I'm not like sober, but yeah. I just don't drink. Yeah, because it feels bad the next day. It feels not even the next day. Two, two days. days later, I'm on two days. I know. I was already a puker to begin with. You were. I mean, you're tiny. What? Well, you're so tiny. You mean just like you just mean like height wise? Big yeah. supple boobies. <laughs> I'm so Titties. sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> All my weight goes to my tits and my ass. Actually, when I lose weight, my husband is like bummed. He, he bummed. Yeah. He likes me bigger. Yeah, because like, I've like... actually been gaining weight for my husband. Wait, do you want to have a baby? No. You um, don't? I mean, no, eventually, yes. But you not do? Right this second. Yeah. I'm not no, trying. Okay. I'm not, not right this second. I mean, we practice, but we're not. Good. We're yeah. not um, no, I know what you mean because when I lose weight, it's like first I lose over my boobs and then it goes right to my. When I gain weight, the first place it goes to is my thighs. Yeah. So it's such a fucking Ugh. bummer. It's but, a real bummer. Yeah. But so my I got to the point where I was like losing weight because of the antidepressants and anxiety. And so my husband was like, come on like hey. he was literally buying me french fries like, oh my god which is like the best problem to have yeah. that your husband likes you when you're gained weight yeah. and like i am the luckiest girl in the world how did you guys meet you're on tour together yeah my band opened for his band and, and his band is mindless self-indulgence mindless self-indulgence yeah. aristotle have you heard of them yeah aristotle like heard of them yeah wow awesome aristotle's nodding yes yeah those people who can't see him because yeah. this is a podcast yeah it's that's true. audio <laughs> yeah. auditory stuff um emphatically nodding yes emphatically I nodding yes <laughs> so how did that go like did you guys know each other before no like, I, want I, the, I want the love story okay so i had never heard of his band and i looked them up on myspace because oh, that's when you did God. and the first song i heard was a song called bitches and i was like Soon. and i was and i was 22 at the time and i was like well i guess i'm old and i don't understand music anymore more yeah. because I don't understand this. This is what the kids are listening to and I don't know. Is he younger than you? No, he's much older. He's, he's 13 years older than me. He's 13 years older? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sexy. Okay. I like our older men. Yeah, I, I always you. have. I literally have only had sex with one person my age, the boy I lost my virginity to, which was 19 years ago oh. yesterday. Oh my so, God. You I remember? I know. Well, I wrote it on the soles of my sneakers at the time and so it's ingrained in my memory. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. So, wow. I love dates because I, like, because I'm mostly I yeah. love anniversaries and dates of things because they just mark what happened in your yeah. life because otherwise I forget. Totally. Um, so so we met uh, – or no, so I heard his band and I was like, what is this garbage? No, yeah. I'm not going to say garbage. She but said I've, garbage. No, uh, I let it be known she said garbage <laughs> no, and she, she really I, wanted to. I just didn't understand it. I was like, uh, I don't understand it. So yeah. then we showed – up, and I had never heard of the band and we showed up to Northampton, Massachusetts, Pearl Street and um, there were like kids lined up all down the block and I'm like, who the – fuck are this band like yeah. why are these kids lined up like where have i been you know because i'm pretty hip on yeah, you're stuff fucking hip as fuck. yeah and especially at that time i was way more hip so i was like why have i never heard of this band who are also from new york yeah and so they're from new york too yeah they're from new york i'd never met him never yeah. heard of him i just you was, were born in new york uh i was since i was four okay so i was it. born in berkeley okay and um so then uh so then I whirl in and I'm bringing it, we're loading in and I have a visceral memory of meeting my husband, which is so crazy because I don't remember anybody Whoa. meeting anybody. But I remember him finishing a soundcheck and hopping over the barricade and like running over and reaching out his hand and be like, hi, I'm James. Like, nice to meet you. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, he's so like, wow, it's such a nice, what a nice outgoing band. It's so out of character for him. Not that he's not nice. He just keeps to himself. And you could be on tour with him for like three months and never meet him. Just because he like goes to sleep in his bunk and then goes on stage and that's it and signs kids and whatever. And that's... Signs it. kids? He signs like autographs. Okay. After. He stays, signs babies. Yeah. Babies, signs, boobs, yeah. and butts. <laughs> he does. He, after the show, his whole band, they like stay afterwards and sign pretty much like every kid and take pictures. They've done that their whole career. Whoa, yeah. So even if they're playing like a 2,000 seater, they'll stay and just... It's amazing. Yeah. And so... 
but it turns out he had he had the hots for me way before. So he was like, of he he had told the guitar player, um, being like, I want to fuck that girl. Oh, like, I like that girl. And so, so yeah. he so he did it. And so, <laughs> so then, no, we're saving it. We're saving oh, it. We have it. So then. I was like, wow, he's so nice. Like, that's what a nice guy after I met him. But that is so out of character for him to come and introduce yeah. himself and be like outgoing. And so I didn't know that he had had the hots for me. Of course cut, he had the hots for you. Look at the, you. Think those bangs. Look at that supple Stop. skin beast. But I was also like 20 pounds heavier and he like. And then you were 20 like, pounds heavier back then? Yeah. So, what? Yeah. So he was like. And he loved it. And like also in rock and roll, A, there aren't a lot of girls and B, there aren't a lot of like curvy girls. And that's his type. I look like a comic book character and that's you what do. his type he likes is like 70s like looking. Cut. Yeah, you totally yeah, do. Yeah, look at us. Um, yeah, write, look at somebody should write a comic book about us. <laughs> yeah, it could be like please. a power duo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. And James looks like a cartoon character he too. He does? He looks like, yeah, he looks like Roger Rabbit mixed with Trent from Daria, mixed with Alfred E. Newman. Oh which my was God, like, Trent from Daria. Yeah. Oh, I love Daria. Um, and it is concerning that I do like a lot of animated animals animal characters that Didn't I'm attracted you make a to. you sex tape with a puppet, you um, guys? But that was my puppet, yeah. Oh, okay. It was a puppet of me. Puppet Which of you, but he was fucking that puppet. Um, I mean, fake fucking, but it's unbelievably realistic. I just watched <laughs> I it recently. I saw a little bit of it, yeah, yeah. It is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, well, here's the thing. We wanted to do a joke, like a fake sex tape, and we then released <laughs> a, and we did it with like greens or whatever, uh, night vision and stuff yeah. like that. We did the audio, and it's so real, and we put it up online, and then we released a um, apology letter, which we took for baby from Paris Hilton's apology where we're like oh you know it was just our love for each other and we're so sorry embarrassed at our family Ugh. but then we didn't realize that as soon as we put it up on YouTube it was flagged so 99% of people couldn't see it like and they just saw the apology letter for yeah. a sex tape so people just thought we released oh, a sex tape and they like, didn't no, know it was a joke there's a puppet in there oh my god but then I watched it and I was like it is so realistic it's still it's, pretty fucking gnarly it's, yeah. I can't I'm just like it might as well be a it real sex it might as well tape. fucking be a real sex thing yeah. but, but like what was the like the day that, so he like gets off stage okay. he has the hots for you so that's like, all I remember from that so then like period. how does he ask so you on a date okay. no no this Whoa. is uh, so then cut to two days later Philadelphia at the Holiday Inn I am sitting it's the sexiest place on earth um, and so I'm sitting in I went out with the promoter and got drunk and then I am sitting on my space trolling for boys in the lobby because that's where there was Wi-Fi and then somebody else was sleeping and it was we had a day off the next day because otherwise James would have been on his bus and he wouldn't have been in the Holiday Inn yeah and so um Rob Kleiner, who I still work with uh, who I write songs with and was filling in guitar rolls in with two girls um very ugly girls i'm just gonna say Good. that and i know i Fuck still, I, still I hate these girls with a passion because i feel like in some weird like butterfly effect they could have ruined my entire life oh by my being God. there so um rob was with these girls and um he wanted to introduce one of them to james where i'm like i hate these girls uh, and like i'm still i tell rob too i'm still mad at him about that wait, where you like, work with him you yeah, work with rob yeah. and you are you had a massive crush on James. James. No, at this point, Already. I didn't have a crush on him, no. but I was drunk. Yeah, um, and okay. I liked, and he was nice and charming, and he was an incredible performer and really nice and funny. And funny to me is like, um, I'm yours. Yeah. And so he was so clever. And so I was on MySpace trolling, right? And then Rob is, uh, Rob is there, and he comes in with these two girls, and that we're talking to them. And then James comes in, and he thinks that I'm with Rob and these two girls. And then he says he's going up to take a shower. And I was drunk enough. I was like, Do you need any help? Oh! And, then, um, and he was like, no thanks I got it and then he went up and no he, thanks 
I got it. No, but then he went off and he jerked off thinking about me in the shower. <gasps> and then he came back down. Um, and I was thankfully by myself, but he oh. thought I was with those people. So I was like, hey, will you walk with me to go get a pack of cigarettes? This is back when I smoked. Smoking is bad. Smoking um, is bad. And then we walked... Um, down on the pier in Philadelphia and I was like hey let's play this game we're like I'm a like we're two teenagers and like you put your arm around me and he's like what is she doing why don't we just kiss and so then we kissed and then we went we had nowhere to go because there was somebody sleeping in my room so we went to the um, stairwell of the Holiday Inn for like six hours and just hung out and made out and I played a music and we talked and then we watched the sunrise in Philadelphia and then we went and ate breakfast and that was our first date Um, that's like teenagers yeah it was incredible and then um, and he licked my butt and it was great he <laughs> did wait you had sex that night no no sex I don't care if you did Which did I he think... only lick your butt what do you mean as opposed wait, to what wait what no I'm saying like you didn't have sex but you said he licked your butt yeah so he like went inside he like opened up your butt he had teeth. never di- I like introduced you were, like, him try- really I, like, told- I was like here's something you gotta do <laughs> oh we're talking excuse me guys we're talking about butt licking yeah excuse over me here. you're gonna uh, we're to- talking about <laughs> Wait, sorry, people can we are get in the over corner. the can we get over the what, loudspeaker at Meltdown yeah, and be like, pardon oh. me, I'd like everybody to know we're talking <laughs> about butt licking. Wait, but did you like wait, you're in a stairwell, you're playing music, and then how does that end up like him? Come on, Alexa, you know oh. how it goes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know the order of events. It was a long night. There's a lot of stuff happened. So um so we but we did not have sex, which I find very interesting because both of my two long-term relationships have resulted in not having sex on the first date, which to me is a foreign concept. Yeah. What about sex to second date sex? That's I'm good at that, what, too. What's a second date? Oh. <laughs> I see, I, I, I usually, yeah. See, I like to love them. I was a conquistador. My last record is called Conquistadora, yeah. specifically because I just liked the conquest. Yeah. I was in it for the chase. I'm and so once I got them, I was like, well, that was great, or I didn't like it. I have to say, I've said that to guys before. They're like, uh, they're like, oh, power move on your part, kicking me out of your house and not having sex with me yeah. on the first date. And I went, yeah, it's because I like you, and if I did, yeah. I would just lose interest. Yes. Because that's a real thing. That is a real thing. So, oh, wait. And this is a See, I would have sex with them on the first date. Yeah. And, and then kick them out. Yeah. Oh. Right afterwards. I, or I would that's what I would do, too. At like five in the morning, I'd be like, I have a very important meeting to yeah, go to. Totally. Oh. And then I would literally get dressed and walk outside at five in the morning and then just turn around. See, I would just go to their house so I could leave. Ugh, no. What? Never. I don't want them in my space. That is losing the power. Really? No. My space. Losing the power? Yeah. Are you talking about my space again? No. What did you say? Oh, you said my space, my power? Yeah. Or that you're just like talking about being on my space. I'm like, yeah. It's my sister. <laughs> okay, so go on. So yeah, so he licks your butt. Yeah. Okay. I felt like that was very relevant That's information. Cool. No, it's cool though because when I go at when I when a guy licks my behind, yeah. <laughs> in it to win it, you lock it down. I go. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you're pretty brave, and that's pretty cool. He had never done it, and he liked it. And do I was you like, like boys' butts? Are your husband's? Not his. None of my business. No, I mean, I have. I feel but like not men his. don't want you in there. He didn't want. He men don't want you in there because they're disgusting. He also doesn't probably. want me to touch his balls, which is quite upsetting. Oh, really? To me. Yeah. Aristotle, do guys. <laughs> Some guys like their balls touched. Wait. My husband doesn't, fair. which makes me want it even more. Do Aristotle, majority rules. Okay. Come no, on. He doesn't oh. want it. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't help that when I mimic, when I like air play with my husband's balls, I do it like feng shui balls where I go like a full rotation where I'm like, I can see how he doesn't want me. He just says they're ticklish. I once dated a guy who was uncircumcised and I got terrified and I really like giving blowjobs, but I was like, 
I don't know how to do with this. It's scaring me. I don't yeah. want to like be lame at it and get a bad. Re- I don't. I don't know. So I went. I'm just a sort of total random. But having aside. A, but having a uncircumcised penis makes everything so easy. Well, I was like, oh my god, what if I like pull the foreskin down and then like go crazy and I f- rip something or I f- fuck up or he's like making fun of me. I went to Pleasure Chest, bought a un- bought an uncircumcised dildo. They sell uncircumcised. Yeah, couldn't makes- believe it. Wow, couldn't believe it. Told the lady at the register for no reason all the details of why I'm buying it. And she was like, okay, um, give me your credit card. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to hear any of this. I You're bought such like lube. Studious. <laughs> I, well, I was like, I'm not going out with it without a fight. I want to yeah. figure this shit out. Then I watched all this like uncircumcised porn. And then with the dildo, though, the foreskin didn't move. It was just there for aesthetic purposes. That's, that was actually my, what I was thinking. I was like, what was the material made of? I was hoping I would be able to play with it, yeah. whatever. And then I tried to return it. And then they wouldn't take it back. And I was like, good. Really? That was a, I was like, that was a test. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't take it back because you guys would have been disgusting. <laughs> I got to get out of here. What oh, my do God. What do you do with your old sex? Is there a place for old sex toys? Do you, I don't use sex toys. That's the I thing. I don't either, really. But I'm just wondering, like, it seems like a waste of like materials. I'm going to send it to Aristotle without a return address. Yeah. He'll never know who sent it. Well, now he definitely won't. <laughs> That's like I have a Fieldy book, Fieldy's memoir from uh, with the ba- from Corn. Yeah. And so I jokingly give it to our fr- my friends we give it back and forth to each other like we hide Ew. it in their house. Like even when they like got when they got married, we gave it to them as a wi- fake wedding present. What, what and like when they have a baby, what? What is it? Fieldy is one of the members of the band Corn and it's his biography about how he found Jesus. And oh. so we Hey, send it to me. I'll check that out. You want it? Well, well, well thought- it talks about how they found I like reading from it is like reading mm-hmm. Shakespeare um, they talk about how they came up with the name Cor- they're like so then you know we had the band Corn, and then we were like what if we spell it with a K with a K and they were like what oh my god that's a big pinnacle moment of the of book. the book yeah oh, I only listen to he's audiobooks on the co- he's on the cover me too I love audiobooks because yeah. we're in LA we're driving we're listening to podcasts we're doing podcasts yeah. we're listening yeah. to audiobooks um, I love audiobooks I like what's some of your favorite ones um, well not to make myself sound lamer than I already have I'm listening to Bethany Frankel's book Bethany oh, Frankel it? from Real Housewives of I don't know if I want to hear her voice talking let me tell you I didn't either when yeah. it st- starts it's like so annoying but I got past it yeah. I- I'm listening to I suck at relationships, so you don't have to. I'm I'm listening. Her book. That's her what book. it's called. That's what it's called. It's like a relationship advice yeah. book. Have you learned anything? From yeah, it? so much. I listen to it every time I want to spiral or yeah. get weird uh, because it addresses, and it's such a good book. It addresses every bad behavioral thing that I've ever done. So I feel less alone, and I and when instead of ter- like letting the dude I'm dating know what's going on in my brain, I just yeah. listen to that, or I text my girlfriends, or I stay busy, and I get back on track with my life. But uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm listening to it for the like, second time That's in a row. A, oh wow! So you really it's, like it? Yeah, I'm, but then I listen to Angelica Houston's. I, oh, we listened to that. Oh my god, so amazing! Wait, the second one. The, uh, watch wait, me. What, uh, what's the other one called? The other one is called. It's like the beginning part of her life when she's with Bob Richardson. I bought no, that. No, 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 no. We watched second the one, one where she's with Jack. Yes, and it's and like I had caviar. Yeah, what? she's caviar. like, yeah, yeah no, she's like, it's called Watch Me. Yes, it's, like, it's, it's so watch good. Me. I, I just listened to it. And, it's amazing. She lives the life exactly where you're like, that's the life she should. She's like, I'm cruising down Mulholland, and she always knows exactly what she was wearing, and like the people. Yeah, and it's such. A fabulous life. Did you ever think of, I live a very different life than her? But it's like, but you you like that? Oh, Listen, because yeah. I, I feel like I'm like, I don't but know. But it's also like I'm happy braggy, with my right? life. No, Me I'm too. like, I'm like, that's a lot of drama. Like yeah. for everything fabulous happening in her yeah. life, like I don't need all that. I don't need all that. I it's do like, like, and all at the end of the day, all anybody wants is to be loved. And like Jack treated her like poop, and I like know. you know, I, I like that. I, you like that I censored shit. And no, made it no, poop. say yeah. shit. I prefer yeah. shit. But uh, either way, no. But then I was like, oh yeah, she's driving down Mulholland. I think she's drunk driving. I'd be like, I think they're probably on coke and drunk driving. Oh, totally. They were, all they did was live off champagne. I couldn't believe it. And she didn't really start acting until she was like 
probably mid thirties. It seems like really. I don't know. Well, she, she was like mo- she a, well, she was such a successful model. She was model. a successful model. Oh my god! But I'm listening to that. What are you listening to besides that? Uh, are you what do we that? have right now? We we save it for drives when we drive to San Francisco to see my grandpa, Aww. who's 103. So he is. Yeah, he's oh kicking it, and he looks exactly like my husband. I'll show you a picture. It'll freak you out. What does that mean? Um, it's like it's mean? literally it's like, like you're fucking your grandpa. I have a type, and it's grandpa. And if you want to know what my grandpa's dick looks like, I can tell you because I look at my husband. It it's, does. Like, if, my, if my grandpa was dead, I would understand it because I'd be like, oh, I married my grandpa. But because he's alive, I'm like, well, I just I'm perverse. You know, they say you look genetically for people that look like your family. And thankfully, I skipped my dad and uh, went for what's my your grandpa. What's your relationship with your dad like? Uh, he's a, I'm not talking to him right now. Yeah, me neither. Oh, because he's your dad. Me, because he's, <laughs> well, he would love to have sex with you. I'm oh, sure. Good. So. So my dad would love to have sex with you, too. That's, oh, that's the problem. That's a. <laughs> Yeah, I don't talk. I go intermittently, like spurts where I'm like, I don't talk to him for two years. Yeah. And then he's you know, like, going to die, I think. And then I help him, and then he gets back to normal. How old is dick. he? He's like 88. Wow. No, 84. I don't know what he is. Is but he old. in good health? No, but I mean, no, he got a head. That's hard. Du- double bypass, and I Oof. helped him through it. Now he's better, and now it's like we don't need does to be he talking. have like seduce and betray kind of weird thing. so he's a uh, not a great guy he's like a narcissist he's very smart my dad whatever. has narcissistic personality yeah, disorder so you have daddy issues um of course i do too is that <laughs> oh he sexualized so much stuff because i did a lot um, of research on you and we're talking about yeah. like it's like the uh, conquistadora yeah. and like and being like uh, i used to feel like uh, i used to such a dumb word manizer not, that's a bad i like yeah, conquistadora totally. better but it's like i like pillow talk i like having the power this is like, yes this, it's a power this, thing this was me a while ago more so than now because now i'm like I have a career stuff I want to do where I want to learn stuff yeah. and I'm more curious and I, I sexualize less. But my God, I think we're very similar in the totally. fact where it's like I love making out with boys. I love like when I would go out when, when you know, and it lasted for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, every night would be like you're at the club. Who am I going to make out yeah. with? Who am I going to go home? Who's, who am I going to yeah. – it's like a winning ego yeah. thing. What is, it that, was, is that daddy issue stuff? Um, well, for me, I – Yes and no. I mean, for me, it was an obsessive. It was a. It was part of my OCD. So like, really? my ob- yeah. It was my. I was obsessive about conquest about sex so i was um me too yeah it was very obsessive and i just i got power from it and it was getting your power back because that's what my therapist at least is saying (laughs) which i i'll give you some i'll save you 150 dollars i go to therapy too Um, 120 for mine oh god give me your number it's a guy it's a guy because i have daddy issues oh yeah (laughs) and he's like santa claus and he wears a crystal but also and i was raised thinking that you know men cheat so this was me getting the up and you know where i was like well before anybody can do that to me i'm just gonna get right to it preemptive strike yes exactly keep going and so i i just i really enjoyed it and out of everybody my therapist was like you know you handled your sexuality really well and most people who put themselves in that situation end up feeling used and awful and i was like i gained strength from it like i loved it i felt so powerful and i'm so proud of it and Mm -hmm. all of my conquests and i i relish in it and i brag about it yeah me yeah, too, yeah. except sometimes it was like Russian roulette where I'd be like, oh my God, I've got feelings, but it wasn't even feelings. I think it was an ego thing where I'd be like, I would like to cast, I don't know if you did this, but would you ever, uh, I liked casting spells on men. Whoa. Like it turned into a whole other thing where I'd be like, I wanted to be like this whimsical, like French film. Like, yeah. wait, who's that guy who makes all the films? Blah, Godard? Blah, blah. Not Godard, but like the more in the 80s vibe, like French uh, dreamy kind of like, uh, we're all like, we're wiggling. Yeah, yeah, we're, <laughs> you can't see us, we're, but we're, we're both swaying we're back and forth. <laughs> oh, wait, Ro- With the one like Amelie type Ro- of thing? Romare, Eric Romare. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like those kind of, I don't know. I think that's the right reference, but like just these whimsical, sexy summertime, whatever. Mm-hmm. I used to just want to like, Kind of like act like I didn't care front yeah. front real hard, even though I'm like yeah. I do care and I'm a dork and whatever. 
but yeah, like make a guy love me just so I could collect his feelings and be like, Ooh, Ooh I gotta go. Like I gotta go. Like, Mine that, was that, just my, more just sex. Pri- I just wanted to get just it, fucking hit it and quit it. Really? Yeah, that was my. Yeah. yeah, I just I wanted to be more. I don't. It know. It was like literally a notch on the bed. I always joke if I had a bedpost with notches, it would have been just fallen apart. Whittled down. Yeah, I yeah. To a, a nothing. God. So now, if you had issues, so my thing is with my dad. I thought I just assumed like men hate women. That's what I kind of learned from my father. He's yeah. like a misogynist. So I was yeah. raised to be like a female totally misogynist. Like yes. I felt, and then I was like, fuck, I'm a girl. I can't be walking around my life thinking horrible thoughts about girls and how they're less than or something. Cause that's, it affected me. I was at yeah. odds with myself. What about your mom? Was she, oh, I love my mom yeah. so much. My mom's like an eighties rocker. Super yeah. great. Spiritual cute. Goes to burning man. Is in a band, oh, whatever. Wow. That's kooky. awesome. She live out Tattoos. here. Tattoos. Yeah. Lives in silver. Like oh, with her cool amazing. boyfriend. They're living their lives. Um, very cool. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, I say living my life all the time. Yeah. John. It's like really dumb. But uh, he laughs. So what is my point? Oh, so I had to get past that weird idea that like uh, men hate women. And, yeah. and I still struggle with it sometimes because like when I wake up at the guy's house that I'm dating. Yeah. I'm thinking he wants me out of here. Yeah. I know he wants me out of here. No. I know what men feel like. He doesn't want me. Men don't have feelings. I have feelings. Men hate women. Like yeah. that's ingrained in but my brain. But you can't. Yeah, you can't. And I have to stop. Yeah. Like, my husband was like, men do not have to cheat on women. That is a choice. He was like, I'm retrained. Like, he basically retrained me because I just thought that wasn't a choice. It was, you know, like, asshole men who want to cheat on women. They go, this is, like, part of nature. This This is just how we are, you know? And my husband is like, no, it's not. That is a choice that they make. You you can't have your cake and eat it, too. And I was like, what is this world? And his parents have been married for 50 years, so he has that to look at. But I have no other reference. Yeah, I don't ever think I felt like a guy would cheat on me, but lately... I feel like my stuff with trust, I don't know what happened recently, but I feel like, and I know I'm talking a lot, I'm just yeah. turning into like a no, real okay. conversation, like we're just having tea somewhere, but uh, but yeah, I don't know why I feel like my trust is shaken now all of a sudden. Well, even probably though, because you like him. So in, you're probably, it's probably but making it, you... I don't think it has been in the past, and I've always dated band guys who are on tour and gone, and I was yeah, never jealous. Yeah, that's not a real... It's not a real thing, right? Because they're not gone. Real, yeah. But you're in a band, you're dating, you're, you're married to a person in a band, yeah. so you're apart. But I trust him implicitly. But I trusted those band guys. Yeah. I mean, my boyfriend's for years at a time. Yeah. And this is the first time in my life, I don't know, in the past like year and a half, maybe because something ended a few years ago, where I'm like, I feel like I can't trust, even though I've never been cheated on that I yeah. know of, you yeah. know? So I don't I know. never want to know if I am. I don't. I yeah. mean, I, I don't. I, obviously, now if my husband, I would kill him. Yeah, and, and cut off I would his kill dick. him too. Yeah, I would like I'd, I'd Lorena Bobbitt would yeah. be my hero. Totally. She's my hero. I, I think about her all the time. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, yeah. But uh, Jesus. But uh, what was I gonna? Oh, so you retrained your brain to like. Yeah, it's a choice. Men don't have a choice. Yeah, I trust. Yeah. I mean, I trust my husband. I trust him implicitly. I don't trust girls around him. Like he is a you know, like that's the thing I don't trust is. And not that all girls are conniving, but ah! can, no, no, not at all. No, I don't think that at all. People can be conniving, but and people women, can be yeah. and women who women idolize men, like or you know, band guys. They yeah. don't Ugh. care about. I believe me. I see on a daily basis how disrespectful they are. Where they're like, "Fuck me to my husband," you yeah. know. It's, oh my god! No, and it's and they know he's married, Ugh. and so it's that's, that's what so I'm rude. saying. No, it's really rude. Yeah. It's, so I have no respect for that, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't trust. Girls going after him. I trust my husband. I know yeah. he wouldn't do anything. But you my know. whole thing. So I'm not. I'm not technically in. I'm not no. like boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever. But like my whole thing is like I feel like uh, yes, I would. Uh, I just. I would just hope that people when, when I'm that people will communicate. Like yeah. if I'm not happy, communication you, is key. You trust. You're faithful to one another. Monogamy is great. And then if that changes, just check in with the other person 100%. and communicate. Oh, and I had this conversation because I got approached by a married guy, and uh, and I asked I asked my friends. I, th- I said. Is the responsibility on the married guy or is it on the girl? 
And then I thought about it. First of all, I'm never attracted to married men. That's already a turnoff. If a guy yeah. is married and he's willing to do something with me, I'm turned off. That's horrible. And and I think uh, it's the responsibility is on both parties and on the girl because I would I would not go for that. There are a million other guys who are not with uh, with someone. You know what I mean? I We're have a single. question. If you had a friend who their husband was cheating, would you tell your friend? Yes, I would. I would. Yeah. Is that horrible? No, I think that's great. I just it's a question that I always uh, that I'm Why? concerned about. I don't know. I just uh, I just. I'm not facing that problem, but it's just a weird conundrum because some people go and put it. No, because some people wouldn't tell them. Why wouldn't they tell them? Because they don't want to get involved. They don't want to rock the boat. Or they don't know what the situation is or for whatever reason. I find that really interesting. Yeah. What would you do? I would probably tell them depending on the front. Well, well, listen, I'm friends with a lot of close guys. You know, I'm close with a lot of guys, too. So I don't. Uh, What if. Oh, yeah. What if your guy friend was cheating on his girlfriend or wife? And, but your allegiance is with the guy. Yeah. What would you do? You can't tell the girl. Yeah. See, there's a, it's not it's as simple fucking, as it's it. It's not simple. It's great. We area. hate people equally over yeah, here, men it. or women. I hate everyone. Jesus, it all comes back air to on, that. Error on the side of hate. Error on the no, side I of like, hate. I like a lot of people. I, I keep up. My with. therapist tells me not to say the word hate. Really? What are you supposed to say? I'm not. I don't Dislike? love that. I don't love that. That's I don't. But I don't. I don't, I don't like I don't, it either. Well, I don't love that term, I gotta say. I strong. What about strongly dislike? I don't like that. Or uh, that is not my favorite thing. For I understand sure. hate is a strong term, I and I I agree with avoiding that. But yeah, I, I don't know. love that. Seems like a <gasps> negative. Like I don't. Jesus, talking all all this talk about love and hate. Let's yeah. get to. Uh, wait a minute, you're on the oh, show. Yeah, love. Yeah. What the oh, fuck? Speaking of which, that's why I'm not talking to my dad. By the way, why? Is because I uh, he didn't. I got one email from him after the show, like a week and a half after, and he said, Uh-oh. you were good. Uh, he's like, you were good in episode six and on. And I was like, but episode four is my big episode. So oh! like, I was like, um, I was like, okay, well, are you trying to say that you didn't like my performance in episode four? In yeah. which case, like, you didn't need to say that. And I don't appreciate that. And like, all you really needed to say was good job or, yeah. or how about like, congratulations on your first time acting ever on a show. That was your first time acting ever. Ever? I mean, really? I, well, I did like a musical, like a like a movie musical that before called Devil's Devil's Carnival. Hallelujah! Um, <laughs> these men are being rowdy over there while we're yeah. having a chat. You know what? They probably they hate should. women. Yeah, they that's why hate. there's men outside and they're talking out loud and they're living no, their lives. That guy's all... eating a fruit bowl. He doesn't hate women. Yeah, he just doesn't know. Yeah. he just doesn't get it. Nobody eating a fruit bowl hates women. Yeah, sorry. I'm we just... should help that guy. <laughs> and so, um, so the... he said, like, yeah, I don't like. He's and then I said, like, why are you why did you say that? And he's like, Well, I'm just trying to make you better. Oh. And I was like, Well, listen, like, that's not your responsibility. Like your your responsibility as a parent is just to like support me and you know, and that's all I need from you. And he's like, Why don't you tell your therapist about this tirade? And I was like, Okay, we're done here. Thanks. Dad. What like, what does your dad do? Yes. Except, that's a good question. Except, except, you? except to hurt my feelings. Yeah, except um, let you down. <laughs> um nothing really. Shout out to dad. That's really his main profession. He's really good at it. Oh my god, but you don't talk to him intermittently, right? Uh, like you already have an issue with him no no we talked that was really the thing where I was like for the first time in my life I was like I think I'm just gonna cool it for a bit at this point you know I think it's more beneficial to not hang out with him than to are your parents split yeah my mom passed away like 10 years ago but they've been she divorced did? yeah but she's I'm been so oh thank you or 11 years ago 11, 11 years, years ago. ago oh wow that's crazy um but so she uh they were divorced for they had like a 10-year divorce you had a 10-year divorce that resulted in like restraining orders against really? each other really yeah. 
Why? They were both New York art dealers. And so it started off very cordial and fun where they were living together. And then it devolved into over the course of 10 years into. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How old are you when they divorced? Started at six and ended around 16, I guess. Oh, the yeah. divorce was 10 years. Yeah. Where it was like, yeah, we love di- each other. We hate each other. They would go back and forth. No, no, it was just literally the entire divorce lasted you, about 10 years. Did you have to go back and forth? No, I only stayed with my mom. My dad was out gallivanting around. Oh, my God. Europe. Yeah. And did he. Sorry, none of my business. No, no, no. no did no he problem. cheat on your mom? Oh, oh my God. That was like it was a job. Yeah. That's why. That's so that's his... where the fear and the whatever. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't believe that men are. He is not a monogamous person. Oh, he yeah. always wants to have sex with young, beautiful. He just told me he's like my whole life. I will be surrounded by young, beautiful women. That is everything I want that I want in life comes to me. And so I always will be surrounded by young, beautiful women. Is he successful? Hmm. Is he a successful guy? <laughs> no, I mean, is he like, like rich? Uh, does he have? Uh, I'm saying, can I date your dad? Is you, what I'm saying. You, no. I mean, yes, <laughs> you can. Kidding. You I'm, are. I'm too old. You for are <laughs> slender. Actually, you are. No, what? Yeah, he's oh. already. He's now onto women in his twenties. So, oh, uh, which God. is yeah, we've gotten to that. We're full cliche now. We have fulfilled the prophecy of the full cliche. Oh, my God. So it's, but, okay, well, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I write. <laughs> But I, I it makes me an interesting person, you know. Well, I've got you know, issues. you're coping with it great. You're I think in therapy. So. You're yeah. married. Yeah. You're, well, you, you know, and I really well. bro- and I broke the cycle. Of you broke that. the cycle. So that's great. But and I realized though, my mom when she left my dad, she met Gianfranco, my Italian stepfather, Gianfranco. who is 18 years younger than my mom. So she was a cougar, and so Gianfranco, I taught him English when he was 26. You're like, listen, if you're gonna fuck my yeah. mom, yeah, you gotta learn to speak Italian. No, 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 that's my Italian. And so, but he's such a kind, sweet man. I love him, and I still talk to him. So he really set the blueprint for like how men should be in my life so oh, i'm very oh my god okay if the guy that i'm dating if all four of you are listening right yeah. now and I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you were listening i know we don't have a label you better be good to me yeah all right you got to set the bar no. high so i can break the cycle i'm very if you grateful can't, get away that. from me yeah no it's to, to not be into bad guys i've never be been in, into bad guys i want to trust who i'm with yeah and I want to be in a good thing. I have That's no what I interest. Want. That is my biggest. I, I am so grateful that I am not into douchebags. I don't think I've ever like, been into douchebags, though. That's but, good. But I feel like I've always brought my drama into the thing. And they're yeah. all like, but I'm not doing anything to yeah. you. And then I realized after like dating a million people, I was like, wait, I test them, I test them, I test them. I push them away, I push them away. I blame them for shit they haven't done and aren't doing. And it ends. Yeah. Oh, my God, I've got to stop. You doing the this. One. I'm the one like doing preemptive strikes yeah. and not trusting and getting angry. And it's like, but nothing's wrong. Yeah. So it's my behavior to. It's also fix. hard, like when you're with, especially if you like nice guys, then it's hard to break it off with nice guys because you're like, well, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. So what do I do? So I found out with my first relationship when I didn't like the guy, I. I pussied out and so you start doing these sort of awful things to them because you're like there's no reason I shouldn't be with them or I get real cold have you ever gotten yeah. real cold yes. it's like icy and just feel nothing I turn into a robot that's yeah. what I used to do yeah. or when I was younger I would be like such a pussy I, uh, I'd just be like oh yeah I'd just be horrible until they break up yeah. with me yeah exactly yeah. Um, but man wait a minute 
What are we talking about? How did the love thing come to be? Oh, Les. tell me how that happened. <laughs> so, okay, um, so Leslie used to go out. Leslie and about, Arfin, yeah, Leslie Arfin. Did you know? Sorry about that. Um, I moved the table. With I love it. Very sexy. Um, so, Leslie Arfin, I've known her around the same times from when uh, going out from when I was a teenager. In so New we York. used to be friends. Yeah. So went back when I was in high school. So I've known her definitely since I was around fifteen, and she was wow. a couple years older, and she used to come into town. She used to like sleep in my house and <sighs> stuff like that. And so she just contacted me literally out of nowhere. Um, and emailed me and said, have you ever been interested in acting? Would you consider auditioning for the show that I'm working on? I said, a hundred percent. I would love to. Just and out I of went, nowhere? Yeah. When was the last time you had talked to her? A long time. I mean, we followed each other on Facebook and, oh and or not even Facebook on just Instagram, Instagram and, and stuff like that. Nobody's so, on Facebook anymore. Yeah. Okay, nobody. Go, go damn <laughs> just kidding. I am using it to try and find my missing friend. Oh, though, so. no, you got it. No, I did see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout out to your missing friend. Uh, Where are you? Allison. <laughs> Oh, Allison, come um, on. So, uh, yeah, so we just followed each other on Twitter and and, and kept in touch with each other's lot, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, beyond that, we hadn't really kept in touch. And so you so, auditioned? You went yeah, in for an I went audition? In, yeah, I went in Walk audition. Walk me through the process. I like details, um, okay? I was so nervous because I'm, well, I'm nervous of everything. Everything in life scares me. So I was like Googling like how not to shake during an audition. Beta blockers. Oh, that's what I heard. That's what my therapist told me. I had, oh, my God. That's really? amazing. I had to get propranolol, like 10 milligram propranolol for like some like uh, audition thing where I was like panicked. Yeah. Yeah. Really cools your nerves. Really? Yeah. I, I got to get into that. Yeah. Just one little thing. Um, so, well, I took a little, I took a little shot of uh, whiskey before. You did? Yeah. But it was like, but then it was because they were afternoon auditions. But then when I went in for the table read, I was like, I, at like you eight in the morning. I was like, I don't want to roll in with like alcohol on my breath at eight in the morning. And they'll be like, who's this alcoholic? Yeah. But that one, I was so nervous. So I go in for the audition. Um, apparently I did an okay job. They called me in for a callback, um, you know, and there was a lot of improv and I enjoyed that so much. Yeah. Like that was the most exciting thing to me and then they called me for the table read and at that point I didn't know if I had the part or not so I was like why are they calling me for this I don't know so it was such a harrowing situation and I just assumed maybe that was another audition and I get there and I love comedians comedians are the people that I idolize those are like they're my rock stars they say every musician wants to be a comedian every comedian wants to be a a rock star and so it's a true yeah I'm sure you know yeah and so um I get to the table read and like Judd Apatow's there and oh I'm like, God. and I'm oh. shitting my pants and I am phys- I am using every single ounce of physical energy to not visibly shake. Yeah. Like, so I'd like have my hands under control and then I realize that my like leg is going bananas and I'm like, no, they're going to fire you based oh, on how nervous God. you are. Yeah. And so, and then I still didn't know I had the part uh, until, I, and so then I was literally crying on my couch like two weeks later. Because you didn't actually, hear it? Just being like, well, I guess I just have to find something else to do with my life. Oh. Like, okay. like uh. I mean, because it actually came at a really perfect time where I was like, I'm just kind of burnt on music at the moment. So it just, I was actually verbalizing to the universe like please give me a sign of what to do next with my life and then i got an email magically from no yes so i was actually saying that out loud and you know i believe the point where it takes for you to say something out loud it's embarrassing but it's a real thing i've been doing the same thing where i will like i was like at an audition thing and i tested for some show and i was like angels like like literally like out loud that's so not my style and like somebody in the waiting room like looked over at me and i was like get out of here but I, I do I talk to myself sometimes and I feel like magic things happen after you do it that does, and I'm not say, religious I mean blah, like, blah, blah. listen I, 
I read the first page of The Secret, then I stopped because yeah. I couldn't handle it. But I, li- I listened to the audiobook and it was Australian. <laughs> if I read it in Australian, I didn't like it. But go the on. worst audiobook I ever listened to was Rachel Lee Cook reading um, Twilight. <laughs> really? <laughs> you listened to that? I don't know why. We were, well, I mean, because it was so ill, but we yeah. were like, oh man, it's just as bad as you think. It's like wow. listening to a girl reading the most boring diary in the entire world. Oh my God. Um, well, you, so you say you say something out loud. I'm with yeah, you on that. Yeah. For sure. So I'm, I said I'm gonna do that later. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. So, I, I mean, there's something to it because I, I believe I, it. So I was crying. I was like, well, I guess. And then I got an email being like, you got the part. And I was like, what the? And then 10 minutes later, um, Lena Dunham, I had written a song that, uh, so Lena Dunham misheard a lyric of a song and I thought it was so fun. It was Bend Over, Let Me See the Devil. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Can I write a song using that lyric? And she said, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I went and wrote a song and then I sent it to her and this is like, um, and then she was like, I love the song. I want to use it in a commercial that I'm directing for Rachel Antonoff. And I was like, oh, that's so that's amazing. That's yeah. so awesome. And so cut to 10 minutes later after I got the part, they were like released that commercial. And I was like, wow. And it really like Fucking opposite balling. of range. I was like, well, how things turn around so oh quickly. My God. Wait, yeah. so how did you message Lena? Was it just on Instagram? Or you friends uh, with on, on Twitter. No, on I, Twitter. we've actually never met in person. Yeah. But yeah, we are Twitter friends, I think, because we're both New Yorkers and yeah. stuff like that. And, wow. Uh, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. So things were really good and now like um so now the acting so now i have an agent which is so bizarre who's your agent or a- what agency apa apa this is yeah. great oh yeah. my god they're right across the street from my therapist yeah. it's a sign <laughs> i don't know what it means but it but feels it's right so bizarre but i'm just going with That's it and a- trying to enjoy it and yeah. like it's uh, or i'm trying to enjoy it uh, but it's interesting I'm- so how many episodes of love did you do uh, I did four in the first season, and so far now they're shooting the second season. I've done one so far. Oh so my god! Hopefully they have me back for more. Um, and then I've done some other stuff. And what stuff? Uh, um, there's one I can't say, okay. and then I'll tell you afterwards. And then Tinseltown. Uh, and then one uh, Jonah Ray. You know Jonah, who does yeah. down here? Jonah. He has a show called Hidden America, which there's the thing for right out there. And so I did a scene for Hidden America. What is Hidden America? It's his. Fa- it's his like mockumentary travel show coming out on CISO. What's CISO? CISO is MB. NBC's new streaming platform. NBC's co- new streaming platform. And it's so funny. Like, there's funny, nothing yeah. I like more than mockumentaries, and it is so, so goddamn funny. Oh my God, and what are you a lot doing? Of you can't talk about it. Um, It'll oh, come out. That, I think, uh, I'm in the Chicago episode. That's what I can say. But it's, okay. yeah. When does that come out? Um, I think in June. They just released a, um, a clip from it today, the first clip. First, I'm on mic. Oh. I just want to say, oh, hi. I'll, I'll be playing background in the LA episode. <laughs> Beginning his superstar. Oh my goodness! Oh yes. my god, that was the most beautiful moment ever. Yeah. Oh my god, Aristotle is. Such I want to cut dream. out that audio clip and put it on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, <gasps> so we could oh say we were here for the first moment. Actually, it was the second time on the mic, but that was what the was most your beautiful. first time when you did your rap, rap hip hop. No, on the podcast where he caught on the mic one time. Oh, where he was answering a love question on the Chris Paul episode. But this one was much more majestic. That was nice. It was was beautiful. God, I got to get on the show. Yeah. I'll be part of the club. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, So it's a really funny show. So that... um, In June. Yeah, I think so. We got you to look forward to, Aristotle to look forward to. Yeah. And... uh, there's a lot yeah. of amazing comedians on it. It's like it's all just like improv comedian, like so good, so good. It's I mean, it's up my alley. It's yeah. exactly what I like. Oh my goodness! So so now you're more into acting. I mean, That's I'll just a, do whatever pays the bills. Do you, have, I don't do you have a manager? No, I don't have anything. It, it is such a weird thing because it's like, I I mean, I can relate to your life too because yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm freelance. 
multi-hyphenate, whatever, yeah. a bunch of things that fall under the same umbrella of like, you know, writing, you making stuff. working, but I understand. Yeah, that's crazy. what my Instagram will have like, you yeah. believe. Of yeah. course, I'm like, that's my curated life. Yeah. I'm like, having a great time podcasting, but really, it doesn't get me when I'm like in the fetal position yeah. being like, what's going to happen? Oh my gosh, should I yeah. kill it? Oh, yeah. like, oh. I you feel know. you all I the mean, time. And, self, ever, and just the self-doubt of being a, an artist of everything and it's yeah. horrible. And like, you know, I, but that's I literally why I cut my dad out because I was I'm half my mom and half my dad. My mom tried to instill in me that I'm like a wonderful, talented person that you is uh, that I have things to offer the world and an, an interesting perspective of the world and have something worth talking. And then my dad is the fifty percent of self doubt, the dream of, killer. Yeah, and the, the dream and just where it's like, oh, you're on Letterman. Why didn't you sit down and do an interview if you're playing on Letterman? <laughs> like you're just asshole. like, I mean, literally. So it's just like. I, so it's never good it's enough. Nothing is good enough. Nothing it will never good. be. But and yet he can brag brag about it when he had no involvement. Oh, in that's it so funny. My dad loves when I'm making money. Loves yeah. when I'm on television, so he yeah. can tell his friends. Yes. And my therapist says that's because he thinks he's seeing himself. Yes. It's about him. Oh, totally. And I, I'm in, you know, because doing like a, a national commercial, that's what pays my bills. I yeah. don't make. I don't. I'm not making the majority of my money from this podcast. Of or course. like if I make yeah. short films or a, or make a film or something like. Uh, because I want to like, and I make mine from commercials, from music and commercials. Yeah, exactly. That's, I make, that's yeah. where the fucking money mm-hmm. is, and so I, my goal is to like take that money so I can put them into things, you know, into like the artsy things yeah. that will make me feel like fulfilled, like yeah. have life fulfillment. But uh, I did a commercial. My father saw it, and he's like, "Yeah, I saw your commercial," and I was like, "Oh, cool." What you? Oh. What are you saying? Like, what do you think? He was like, "Well, it was a job." Oh, I was like, oh, all right, why? okay. It's why? like, why are you talking just to me? Just don't, Jesus. just don't say it. Just I know. keep it. Just nothing is good enough. The it's so old weird. adage: if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't. Well, I guess that's he. Well, oh God, I feel so... like I want him to be attracted to me too, though. Is that weird? Your dad? I feel like I feel like there's this weird thing where my mom and I talk about what we eat sometimes. Like oh, a long time ago, my mom. I will get back to like I was just talking about my father. I know I'm jumping to yeah. my mom. Uh, very tangential. This conversation okay. is okay. <laughs> so. My, a long time ago, my mom and I used to, I used to notice it and thought it, thought it was kind of sick where I, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I just ate uh, – I had a bowl of spaghetti and, bowl, and I would like kind of list what I yeah. ate. And then my mom would list what she ate. And it was like this weird thing where we'd like tell each other what we ate, like some weird bizarre eating disorder kind of vibes yeah. or something. And then if my dad sees me in a commercial or if I was wearing one thing where I, uh, I was in one thing where I was like wearing a bra and undies – and and I felt like I want him to think my body's okay. It was like yeah. a really weird moment because well, it's obvious that your dad only values women physically, yeah, I was as like, beings. So you oh. want him to you think that you have to look a certain way for him to value. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's a real sick thing. And then yeah. I was like totally creeped. Oh out yeah, my by dad that. only likes slender women. He, I mean, I wrote a song about it where he goes, "A skinny woman will be my fatal flaw." So like, and I've never been, I've never been skinny. So I'm just like. I, I mean, listen, I'm actually very relieved my dad does not find me attractive. Otherwise, we would be in a Donald Trump situation. You know oh, what I mean? Like, where it's like, what do you mean? Just what? kidding. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's just, it's oh, so, oh. It's, it's so, uh, so I, I know I'm not my dad's type, oh, which is just the most disgusting sentence I've ever uttered in my entire life. Not. God, I, I wonder if I'm my dad's type. I'm oh, hoping my dad's type. Yeah. God, just kidding. <laughs> God, I think I, I know am I'm my, I know I'm my grandpa's oh type, my that's for sure, because I'm married. I know your grandpa's your type, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. Wait, I feel like we're getting off track. What I we think do? we're I getting like, on track. I feel like this entire thing. Just yeah. about, I think we're just about to hit the nail on the You're head. You're so right. Oh my god. Wait, and then wait. It's uh, about to rain therapist money oh on us. God, I know I have my ther- my therapist's been out of town, so I really needed this <laughs> podcast session to happen. Oh, so what do you? Oh, 
This is what I was going to ask. Oh, and also Binky. Binky was on. Oh, yeah. Binky was on. She was on my episode. Are you friends with Binky? She came I to met your house her party that day. That yeah. day. And yeah. she, did she do a lot of improv, too? Because I was like watching and I'm like, oh, my God, there's Chantal. Yeah. Uh, Binky. What the hell is going on here? There's I'm not a, sure. There was not a lot. Of, we did filmed a ton of improv, but yeah. only like tiny little ad libs made yeah. it into the show. But it, it was mostly scripted. Any hot gossip? Any like secret behind the scenes stuff that will hopefully not get you fired if you actually, reveal Actually, no. Yeah, don't I, say everybody anything, was actually. so normal and nice. And I mean, that was really my first experience so I was just so appreciative that I've heard that people are not always nice in those cir- yeah. circumstances and I was just so and you know John Slattery was directed the first episode <gasps> what so a babe a silver he fox he was oh. is he married beautiful did he get a divorce I don't know but should we how do we find him I don't know but he is good looking he's so handsome he seems to like beautiful women yeah um, and did then, you just call me ugly no no I, I'm I saying you know you, no, you would totally fa- I'm just saying he didn't pay as much attention to me <laughs> as other girls in the th- like uh, so you are a fucking oh, well, thank, supple no, thank, babe thank, I want to put your Moves in my oh, mouth and I'm a heterosexual go girl. Ahead. Go ahead. I won't. They have no, cheating. They, they're for, does it? For you, it does. Um, I guess so. Oh, yeah. I just told the story again about how my... Oh, I shouldn't... I, uh, Tell the story. About how my cousin's ex-girlfriend tried to go down on me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did she do it? He, I see Aristotle doing the math. And like it, ex... Wait, wait yeah. what? Your ex... What? My cousin. Your cousin. First cousin. Your first cousin's... Girlfriend, who is now ex. Your first cousin's girlfriend. Yeah. Tried to go down on me. In front of him? No, thank God. Just, but, oh, but that seems like the only He doesn't point. know the story, by the way. Well, now he does. Yeah. What's, it, what's I, I his ad think... handle? What's his I, handle? I don't I'm just <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And... After bingo. Wait, were you married? I I was. It was at my house. The whole thing was I pushed her off, like for a number of reasons. One, I am not a lesbian. Yeah. Uh, sadly, uh, firstly, I'm married, and third, it's also my cousin's girlfriend at the time. So uh, just there were a whole number, a host of reasons. Have you ever had a threesome? Yeah, of course. I don't like threesomes. Should I? Should uh, I get into them I now? think it's a lot of hands, and I like a lot of hands. Should I have... If I ever All have, hands on deck. I've had one threesome. <laughs> and I'm the deck. You're the deck. Wait, did you have two dudes? Yeah, or? two dudes. Two dudes. A couple times. Couple times, yeah. So like me, Aristotle, and just. But like I didn't random. do the. I didn't do the. <laughs> but I didn't do the. What are you? What's that called? The spit, like the pig on the spit thing. I don't know. Let me. Uh, That's where you have Aristotle? something in your mouth and something in your butt or whatever. I don't like, like anal. I won't do anal. Yeah, sex. I, I'm not into it. You're not into it. Nah, it's not my thing. It's not my thing either. Yeah. Did it one time. I've done it a couple times. It's just never my thing. Yeah, it's just wrong way. Not for me. It just doesn't feel. You can't just keep keep it going. Have you ever used a strap on and fucked a dude? Yeah. No thanks. I have. Was it great? Oh, it, talk about power. Oh, You're total, like, I'm fucking you in the asshole. Total power. <gasps> he was crying. He was? I was like, crying. Your husband? You're no, not my. Bitch. No, thankfully, it was not my husband because oh I don't think I It could. was John Slattery. It was, it was the guy right before my husband. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, it was amazing just to get out of the way because it would be something in my life I would want to, like, always know. Why did you do it with him? Um, I'm perking right up right now. I don't know. Well, first of all, he was like into me slapping him, and I would just laugh maniacally because the whole situation was ridiculous. Like and I'm him like, where? Like on the face, oh, like funny. just like hard, like slapping him on the face. And I'm just like, this is so. I was la- like, just how do you hit? It? I was just so nervous, you yeah. know, like, and it was ridiculous. Where I'm like, this is so cliche and ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he was on tons of drugs, also, oh, cool. and um, and so, and then we went and like bought a strap on, and then I just like went to town he and wanted it he asked for it i don't even remember if he wanted it at this point to be honest Getting i don't i don't know if i talked him into it or i felt like 
I just knew it needed to happen. And I knew it needed to happen with him because wow. he was such a little um, bitch. Yeah. He was a little, a little bit. fucking bitch. He was a li- fucked in that ass. Yeah. Like a bitch. Just yeah. kidding. But he I'm not was. a bitch. He was a little bitch, though. <laughs> no, it's totally true. That was the mentality where I was yeah, like, this guy needs to be fucked. He needs to be fucked, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you think he was just gay and just like no. tiptoeing? No, I don't. I don't think he liked it at all. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't like it. I did it one time. I don't think he liked it, but I had a great time. And we broke up soon after that. Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I just couldn't. I just did not respect him at all. Ugh, kick him to the curb oh, with the dildo still in his bum. No, you know what? My lawyer contacted what? him and told him never to contact Wait, me again. Wait, what? Yeah, because he included me. Um, oh, my God. In a divorce. He was get. First of all, it was a whole group of crazy people, which I like. I'm not. I don't do crazy well. I don't like handling crazy people. You even sound though, like you're doing a great <laughs> job. <laughs> you sound like you know. It sounds like I'm one of them. <laughs> Too. But, but yeah. no, I'm genuinely pretty normal. I'm just telling my crazy stories. Yeah. But um, I I like I'm pretty like I like missionary. You know, like, I like yeah. I'm, I'm pretty vanilla. Me too. Even though I have a weird life and stuff but I bet like you're that. very like connected and passionate. Like when you're like in it, you're like yeah. supple and passionate. Like I like to fuck people in the butt when I when given the opportunity. Well, just that guy. But go I on. just seize opportunities. So, but, so what happens? So and, oh, divorce. so he was getting a divorce, and everybody involved was super crazy, and then he somehow included that I was making a record at his house, total BS in his legal proceedings. And when I found that out, I had my lawyer contact him and say, remove my client's name from all of your stuff and never contact her again. Wait, he lied and said you were recording a record at his house? Yeah. Because oh, that's he was weird. Tr- yeah. Why did he do weird. that? Because he was trying to keep his house. Oh, he was a record producer. No, he wasn't. Oh. He was just a creep who I fucked in the butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. How do I... How do I Let's get out never of here? leave. Let's stay here <laughs> Let's forever. Stay here forever. Oh I live in God. the I lived in the butt fuck. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's I've had some exciting times. Yeah. But now I literally watch movies and cook Blue Apron and in the Valley and Yeah. Uh, oh, you live in the Valley? Oh god. Yeah. In Studio City? <sighs> Woodland Hills? Let's just say Burbank. Encino? Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's your address? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me right now. Oh man. God, I never tell people where I live. I'm not going to really. No, not you. I'm not oh, yeah. telling you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want asking. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. Get out of here. No, no uh, I mean, I'm just I know when people are like, you live in L.A. And I'm like, maybe, maybe I live in L.A. Oh, <laughs> well, because people are crazy. People are crazy. You know, not you. But I mean, like people listening are now they have a lot of information. Oh, my God. We, should we get that way? I, I feel like this. I All I need to give out is my mother's maiden name and then they can get everything they need. to oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What was I going to ask you? So wait, what makes you? Oh, fuck it. What? Where do we go from here? I don't know. Where don't we go from here? Where don't we go from here? This has nothing to do with anything. But what do you think of Facetune? Because I feel like it's this thing that girls do. And is it a lie? Are we okay to do it? I feel like it's a bit of a lie. I think it's I think it's a lie. But I think that the times have made it that if you're not doing it, it's just like, a fucking I mean, and I don't listen. You, you look tell, great. You can tell when, thank you. You can tell when people are Facetuning their stuff. Really? I think if you're fixing a blemish or whatever. What about that's these? Okay. What about laugh lines? That's okay to uh, fix those? I think that. I think, Me too. I think you could be... I, at this point, I mean, especially if you're in the public, that you're playing with a different set of rules. You know, like people profession, have professional people oh. like posting on their, you know, like... Yeah. Doctoring I, their Instagram photo, like Beyonce, I promise you, yeah, has like who? a team of people. My idol, I like she is my queen, Sasha Fierce. I, I know, I love, love her. her. That's who I channel when I do this podcast. Yeah. When I go home, I just crumble. Oh, <laughs> what if she? Thrive. What if she crumbles? She That's doesn't. What I'm she doesn't. She does. She does. You not. don't know. I know. You don't know. I feel like. <laughs> 
Beyonce always has the strength of a thousand people inside of her. Like she is everyone. Do you think he cheats on her? No. Do you think Kanye cheats on Kim? I don't care. But do Beyonce, you like Kanye no. But I like I actually got mad at somebody yesterday. For saying that maybe? For talking about like, oh, for I got mad at my friend John because he was like, What if like Kanye and Beyonce hook up? And I'm like, just stop I'm like, stop it. Like oh my I can't God, it's like, don't plant that seed yeah, in my brain. Don't, I don't even want like that's rude. Yeah. Get out of here. I made I got What I if they have foursomes? Talking no. about a lot of hands. No. Well, you're I don't a person want, who likes no. a bunch of three. Beyonce is a beautiful, graceful, amazing, classy. She's so yeah. classy. and I hate the word classy, but she's she classy. is classy. She's a she's that a, is a word I've never been classy and I never will be, but she is classy. But you're adorable. Thank you. Supple. Yeah. Filled with energy and life. Life and yeah. zest and vigor. Yeah. Um, I don't need to be cla- I don't need to be classy. I have no desire. But it's just like she is. What do you think of Kanye and Kim? You don't want to talk about it. Uh, I just don't. I don't. You don't think care. Of, yeah, I don't care. I mean, listen, do like I him? don't fall. I think that I think he's very creative. And I think he does interesting things with hip hop. But and I think with her, I don't fault anybody for making money the way that they can make money. Like yeah. if somebody came to me and said, I'm going to give you a bajillion dollars for just looking like you. I'd be like, but let's do this. Yeah, thing." You know what I mean? Totally. Good for her for making an empire based on her butt. Like, that's awesome. Sex tape if, I could, if I could do that, I would do that in a heartbeat. What I don't like is that people idolize her. Oh, yeah. And like young girls want to aspire to be to do nothing. Yeah, to be that. Be, that's the part that to, I just, all she does is face tune. Yeah, I mean, and listen, she but she's made a job. That is a real job that I she like has Chloe. made. I don't know anything about uh, me uh, neither. Yourself, <laughs> stop making us talk about this garbage. I watch Survivor. <laughs> I watch. I watch Survivor. You do? Yeah, it's but really you, interesting. What if Jay Z cheats on Beyonce? Because I don't want to. I don't that, that's go a there. world. That's like thinking my parents. Like, and even though we're the same, I'm the same age as Beyonce. Probably. I mean, it's which oh is God. also scary. Then yeah. you can't compare your lives because if you start thinking about what Beyonce's done in her life and what I've done and like you're, you've done in your life, it's it's a slippery yeah. slope. That's a hard thing to not do. Yeah. Where you're like, well, so and so did this by the time they're 22. Ugh. Did you ever do stuff like that? Always. Oh God, that's like a life. And runner. and only at a certain amount of time where I was like, yeah, I was a young person doing that young stuff early in life, but now it's gotten to the point where it's like, well, I haven't. It's really slowed down. A Do you lot feel happy? Me. Are you happy? No, you're not. Definitely not. Okay, because I talk about this sometimes, where it's like uh, you can want more, and yeah. yet, and and you can be happy and feel fulfilled, but it doesn't mean you have to be like uh, complacent and not yeah. uh, driven. So, are you any of those things? You're not happy. You're uh, not fulfilled. I'm fulfilled. not professionally speaking. Mm-hmm. I am like in the pie chart of my life, relationship wise. I am married to the most incredible man, and that I feel like I don't. I now I just want to keep us safe as long as possible, safe and healthy. Yeah, that's great. But in terms of uh, everything else, no, I am not fulfilled. So, what do you want career wise? Like um, next ten years, or if things, any, just what do you want? I what I'd really in my heart of hearts I'd really like to have a talk show. You would? Yes. Oh my god. I want to be like an alternative progressive Oprah meets Elvira meets Roseanne. <gasps> That's what I'm going for. You get out. Are you leave? Oh my god. I don't know. I don't I remember mean, like I've never done it though. You know, so I don't it's it's I I like talking to young young girls. Oh, yeah, I like talking to you, and those are the people that seem to identify with me. And I like, and I feel, I used to think that they had enough people to talk to and tell them that they were good enough and and young. Something that I didn't have growing up, yeah. where I just never had 
bigger girls and I'm not even big. You know what I mean? I just never, didn't have a lot of idols growing up. And so I always I thought that at this point in time, there are enough, but yeah. there aren't. There can always be more people to tell girls that they're good enough and they can do whatever they want, especially sexually. If my one job is to tell girls that they can go have like precarious sex responsibly and safely and have a good it's time okay. and not feel bad about themselves, I will do that for the rest of my life and, yeah. f- and will hold that flag and banner, Ugh. you know. Well, where can they find you? Twitter. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, let's make it. Let's yeah. like listen. Young girls listen to this yeah. show. Uh, hey, young where, girls. Where where do they find you? Just um, on Twitter, Chantal Claret. I mean, but I'm trying to figure and out what Instagram, to do. And right? Inst- and Instagram. Look at it. What's yeah. your website? But Give I'm writing up. But I've been writing a book about. Uh, yeah. So that's what I've been working on, and uh, it's about all the exploits and stuff like that. And now it's also with like having anxiety and OCD. Now that we've just discovered, because that made a lot of decisions for me. How having, did you find that out? Um, doctors were but like, "What brought you to the doctors?" Your husband the, was like the pure panic that lives inside of me on a regular basis oh. that I didn't know what it was and thought that I was just like I was just a neurotic Jewish New Yorker. And I was like, this oh. is normal. This Everybody is normal. feels this way. And then I was like, wait a second, maybe not. And I went yeah. to the doctor and he was like, let me read this list of uh, symptoms to you. And it was like he was reading my memoirs and he's like, yeah, it turns out you have anxiety and OCD. And I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, my God. And then uh and then a psychiatrist told me that, and then also a therapist. And I was like, well, third time's the time. I guess it's real. Well, I was you, like, you mean you don't all stay up all night thinking that people are going to come and kill you, like, obsessively? Like, did you, yeah, do you spiral? Like, did you spiral? Yeah. Like, would what would make you spiral? Like, if people like, people liking you, saying everything. mean things about you, blah, blah, blah. Everything. I do the same thing. So maybe you, you should look into it. But, I mean... But I mean, I would have to do, I, you know, I meditate, I have to do cognitive yeah. behavioral therapy on myself where yeah. I'm like, it's okay, everything's fine, nothing's yeah. wrong. Also, there's a really good, uh, yeah, we make it so painful for ourselves. It's yeah. so interesting. And I was just listening to, uh, I have a tendency to like sh- talk about other people's podcasts that I yeah. love, but uh, there's, uh, you know, Gary Shandling died, re- oh, died yeah. recently and love Gary Shandling no, so, much. so much. Have you heard him, his episode on the Pete Holmes Mm-mm. podcast? Uh called you made it weird pete holmes yeah. podcast it is so good and i feel like everything's special and all the main points in life that we need to remember are in that episode of that podcast so if anybody gets anything out of this if you get nothing else from this wonderful podcast you're listening to right now you should uh, listen to gary i feel Shandling. like there's a lot of nuggets in here uh, that's though, what i'm saying i'm just saying if, if some months if you some dick out there is like i'm not getting enough from this there's a so. lot of cracker jack yeah. prizes in this podcast that's what i think yeah. but you should also after this podcast you should listen to gary Shandling. i am definitely going to go listen to that have you read um judd apatow's book sick in the head no it's great why i because um, it's interviews with all comedians and yeah. artists and things like that and he's doing a I guess he's doing a sequel I don't know if that's oh, he it. is um, but it's, a re- it's it's such an inspiring book yeah. like everybody talking about just being an artist also the art of fear or the fear of art the, fe- that's the art of fear it sounds like it would be the art of fear because like it, it, I think it's the fear creates it's one of the it two but it's art, about right? being an artist and being fair so it's one either swap it around Google it. Do you? But that's an incredible book, just about you know, because being an artist in general is having self doubt, and so combine that with an actual disorder that is called the doubting illness, um, OCD. That's its name. Oh, really? Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, that's great. Oh my god. So add that. Well, one of the points in this in the Pete Holmes, Gary Shandling podcast is just how it's like life is fleeting. We're all gonna die. Like we forget that. Like we think we know it. That comforts me. 
Yeah, that comforts me too because it makes me want to like, it makes me feel, uh, it, it dissipates the fear mm-hmm. and it makes me go like, oh, it's not so serious. I don't need to worry about like if so-and-so likes me, if everybody's mad at me, if they hate me. It's yeah. like so like, it is so narcissistic. It is so not real, but it's a real thing that consumes you. Question, do you yeah. have a fear of being a narcissist? Because uh, I, mean, I have an incredible fear of being a narcissist because of my dad and my therapist is like, you're not a narcissist. But I'm like, I don't know. I say the word I. Like I literally count the amount of times I say the word I. I don't. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, that's those, lose that fear yeah. because I don't know. Uh, of course, you have to like care about yourself and think you're the coolest and greatest yeah. and be yeah. about yourself. You're not a narcissist. Yeah. I don't fear that I'm a narcissist. I might be. I'm sure I am. I think we're all narcissists. You've got to care about well, yourself. Well, no, you first. should have a healthy ego. Yeah, I because I feel like I'm so curious about other people. Yeah, and I learn about myself through other people. Blah blah. Well, basically, if she said, if you're aware of the fact, like if you're even questioning that, there's a really good chance you're not a narcissist. Well, <laughs> like yeah. if you're self, if you're asking yourself those questions, yeah, narcissists don't really do that. It's not something I worry about, but now I'm worried about it. Yeah, now I'm oh, very sorry. worried about it. You're I, not. I, I you're not. Well, I was just wondering okay. if you had because we have such similar dad. It sounds like our dads would really get along. Maybe yeah. have a nice bottle of wine. To- Where's your dad live? Gross. He lives in Santa Monica. Ooh, somebody find him <sighs> and get him. Um. But yeah. Oh, but just to end the point, it was just like that. Yeah, that life is fleeting uh, and we all make it so much more painful for ourselves than it needs to be. Yeah. Because and then I go, God, you're right. And right when I heard that, I was like spiraling over something else. Like, what does yeah. it all mean? Does this guy like me? Is it going to be OK? Oh, my God. I, I can't control the situation. It feels out of control. I'm like, is he going to fuck me over? Yeah. Is he fucking other? Ah, like, what? what is, I just want to feel Does safe. it manifest itself physically, like in your stomach or like? Uh, it just keeps me distracted. So I can't do things that would be more worthwhile, like yeah. make something or be happy or be yeah. calm or like enjoy a moment or be present. Like, I'm just like, totally. Because I just feel out of control. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, everything's good. And then it just reminded me like, yes, we are all just going to die. Everything's way more simple than I'm making it. Yeah. I have good people around me in my life. And it made me feel good for like seven minutes. And then I went right back. Yeah, Mine is about the amount of time that I think there are good people. Like it's only that amount of time when I am saying that to myself. And then it comes right back. Really? And it manifests itself in a physical way. It's actually in my stomach. What do you mean? Like it's a ball. It's either feels hollow or a ball or tension or clenching or like spasms. Like it's always physically there. Yeah, I think I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a control freak. Yeah, but that's because if you grew up and it sounds it like out this, of control, this is my in, in a, a environment with very little order or control. This is you trying to make control in your brain, and yeah. so that's what you need. That's how I develop my my wonderful sex disorders. Stuff, right? and, well, and OCD and stuff like that is obsessions. Is trying to create or your brain trying to con- create order. Yeah, like my dad's a pack rat, and I keep my place like there's nothing in my place, very sparse. I go to Whole Foods all the time. I have like weird places that yeah. make me feel safe, like supermarkets and malls, where I'm just like nothing bad can happen here. Yeah, I great. totally I, get that. You know, all the checkers at Whole Foods, like this is uh, I don't know where I'm, where I'm going with this, but uh, it's interesting. It's so I, I mean, our brains are so incredible with the things that they do to try and keep us safe, and then at the points where they stop working and start working against us. Yeah, I'm, I'm so intrigued by, it. but I love. I'm comforted by it by the. I'm I'm so incredibly comforted by the normality of it to like to find out that I have you're a disorder. Yeah, where you're like, oh, I love being a textbook case. I don't want to be special, you know. Yeah. When it comes to disorders with my brain, when I went to therapy, I went to therapists my whole life, being like, I don't feel right. Something is wrong with me, and they'd be like, No, you're fine. I'm like, I don't this. I don't want to be fine. Who you know are what these I mean? people who are saying people you're who fine. should literally be disbarred? Yeah, who are like there was one lady who's like, "You're, I mean, I wish you were my daughter. Like, you're so perfect." And I'm like, "That's a horror." First of all, that's creepy as fuck yeah. to say to somebody. That's yeah. I like. I already have a mother. Thank you. <laughs> um, but like, but also, it's very. I've never hidden anything about myself. It seems very obvious that I'm an anxious person. But the weird thing is, it's like a blessing and a curse because I feel like I feel feelings so deeply. I have so many feelings. Uh, and then they manifest, and then I work them out 
by writing yeah. or by staying very busy or like getting consumed by work because that distracts me. And then I, yeah. I take all that like that chaotic brain yeah. energy and, I f- and if I can harness it, which is like, because we have control over our thoughts and our feelings, but we forget. Yeah. It's like, I decide if I'm going to spiral over what you, what somebody thinks about me, uh, I decide what I'm feeling. Nobody else knows what's going on in me. So I have to harness that and then put into something creative and then I feel good. And I feel like that's what people who have darkness I feel like you might have darkness, oh, right? All darkness. So much dark. Not all darkness. No, no, not. No. Because you're coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. But that's, and I'm working on this thing now where I'm like uh, trying to not identify with who I was when I was at those mod clubs yeah. and like sexualizing stuff or just being like, I'm a, I'm a weird freaky. Nobody gets me. Because now I'm like in my 30s and it's like, no, I'm not that anymore. I'm actually like, I'm an adult and yeah. it's okay. And it's like, but anyway, my whole point is that if I have one, uh, I don't know what exactly. Oh. You need to be dark and have all these thoughts and feelings because that's what makes your yeah, that's how you write your music. That's how you are creative, right? It's like well, d- good stuff comes from that darkness. Yes, right? good stuff definitely. Blessing and a curse. But I realized that that's what I've been working out for the past like you know sixteen years that I've been making music and art is like I've been saying in a variety of words. Like if I read some of the lyrics to my songs, it's literally like, oh, this is what ta- I'm talking about anxiety and OCD. I just didn't know what it was called, wow. so it's like you know it's so it's really funny and also. There's a, I've only sang about like sex and uh, television and things that I obsess over. And I realized, I was like, why do I sing about the same things over and over again? It's because I've been obsessed with the same things. Yeah. For fit. So I'm excited to see what else there is out there. I don't think music is like, music is just one way to uh, express myself. What do to, you do? Yeah. Tell me all the stuff. I, I mean, like now I'm writing, I make claymation and weird things. Or you whatever. do? Yeah, this do. whole podcast is a conversation. It's tangential yeah. and it's and it, the whole thing will be, it's like a love letter to yeah. you. Oh, we're, we're talking about feelings and thoughts and stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. So what are all the things? Tell us everything that I we do, don't know. I just like to create. I mean, just creating for me is, and I, with music, I feel like there's such a, you know, you have to be cool or, cl- you know, and I don't always want to be cool or there, there are things that I want to say. Like I, when I joke about sing, uh, singing about farts, I'm saying, I just want to be real. There's a lot of things I want to talk about that I don't want to make rhyme, you know, and sound cool. There's only so much you can do in music. It's kind of constricting. It's great for one part of me, but I'm also almost past that point where, you know, I don't go to, I'm now I'm hearkening back to like going to clubs and things like that. Are you? Well, I mean, just in music, there's only so many things you can really sing about at at a certain point where I do want to talk and I I want to talk about farts. That's yeah. It. I mean, in a nutshell, you know what I'm saying? I just want to talk about life. The yeah. pie chart of life, which I reference a lot. There's so many other things besides being cool. And I don't give a shit about being I cool know. anymore. I, tr- That's I cared thing. so much before. I yeah. cared so much. And then I, I, I'd be like leaning and posing yeah. and stifling my my personality. Because I thought, God, if I really reveal all the thoughts and feelings yeah. and say all the things that I want to say... People just think I'm so dorky. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened, but I think when I was like 26 and all of a sudden it was like, this is me. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I'm like, like, I'm over enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm like, I like, okay. I did, yeah, no. And that's yeah. fine. I like that about my, but I want to be that to the world. I don't want to be, to have to sulk and be a music person. And I feel like that's, or not even sulk, but you know, posture. And I've always been honest in my music, but I, I find it kind of constricting. I want to be funny and yeah. or whatever. So book. Yeah. Book. book um writing some shorts which i'll uh that uh, about pot which is so ridiculous do you love pot i didn't um i never smoked pot growing up i until... feel like you just slurped i feel like yeah, i, I yeah, heard sorry, a slurp you're like i don't 
I do now just for anxiety purpose, but it doesn't even work that great. It gives me anxiety. It does certain kind. Well, now because growing up, it was always like pot. Where just where, one when thing. You, yeah, where you would call a a dealer and they'd be like, "Here's some pot." Yeah, and you know, and first and foremost, there's two very different kinds of pot. There's sativa and indica. One's an upper, one's a downer. Yeah. So like that in itself, you never knew what you were going to get, and then even within that, there are kind you know this one will make you feel they if you go to on like leafly or whatever they'll tell you the exact um what everything will do like this one will make you feel anxious this one will relax you this one will crush anxiety so it's so wow. specific it's a medicine it literally can be used as medicine god you're so, really making me want to smoke pot sorry. i like alcohol but yeah, this sounds good i don't i don't drink anymore and yeah. yeah and so this also doesn't give me a hangover the worst thing i do is eat and that's a real problem oh, I love because pizza. oh god churros. have you had joe's pizza out here no joe's like, pizza i'm like, like taking notes joe's, during the podcast joe's pizza like, is <laughs> new york pizza it's like the clo- if you like new york pizza this is exactly new york pizza what is new york pizza new i've york never pizza. known i've lived in new york I'm just what? like, what does that mean? It's like pizza is always good. No, it's thin. <laughs> like it's it's a thin pizza. It's like this shape. You can uh, it's uh, you can carry it. You can walk with you can it. Carry it. It's, walk with it's it. It's a very well. No, it's it's an aesthetic thing, and yeah. it's a taste. I mean, it's less of a taste than oh, more the of an water aesthetic. Is different too. I bet it's not. Okay. It's not. That's what they claimed. Stop but that was at me. sorry. This sorry, is my but, podcast. Sorry, no. <laughs> I'm very I'm very emphatic like about it. New York pizza. No, because I would literally go around suing. All of the places claiming they have New York pizza that yeah. don't because it's a bullshit and they're disgusting and they should be burnt to the ground. Okay. If you say you have New York pizza, you claim, just don't say it so, unless you have New York fucking pizza. So Joe's pizza is here? Joe's pizza is here. They have them all over. What about Pizza Nista? I don't know about that. That's a place they have vegan pizza too. Yeah. Oh, Aristotle's Aristotle given the They got good pizza, up. right? I don't that care. Place. But are you vegan? I'm not vegan, but I'm vegan friendly. How dare you? I don't even know what that means. I don't know. This means like I like people who are vegan and I'll eat anything. Wait, you like be... people who are vegan? I know. I just think I have lots of vegan friends. So I'm always like forced to go I to vegan places. Vegan I have lots of vegan friends and they're always like dragging me to vegan places. And then I'm like, this, this shit is good. I mean, like, listen, I'll eat. Uh-huh. I like food. Okay. So I'll eat. I don't discriminate against food. Is that... Oh my gosh, Chantal what if I hates me. What if I don't have any vegan? Oh, I don't have any vegan uh, yeah. friends. Yeah. Like me with black people. Yeah. yeah no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know what? I realized I'm a kind of bummed out because like somebody emailed me. They're like, you don't have enough like people of color on your uh, oh wow on your podcast. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I have black friends. And then I just realized I don't have uh, famous enough black friends to be on the show with a big enough following. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, maybe that maybe that just shows there needs to be more famous people I need to get color. more star fuckery yeah. with my people of color friends oh, that's right. that so is a rough that's, a, that's a rough order who knew yeah. who knew the variations of uh, racism uh, I could find myself uh, involved with we well, should get that, Jordan who's on the show Jordan Rock he's really funny who's, who's Jordan Rock um, wait on which show on love he's <gasps> really funny he plays the um oh. Oh my God, you mean my crush? Excuse Possibly. me. Hold on one second. He's is the one who he says the guy who works nothing at- dries up a pussy like, like quicker than a paragraph. Yeah. How tall is that guy? Because I am in love with him. I am. Ma- Wait, where's He's- your hand? Are you touching your private? No, right no, now? it's just on the. Um, okay. No, they're just. Okay. God, oh, you even you sit sexy. I know. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sitting like, in power. She stance. looks like she's sitting on a dick. Yeah. You, I'm sorry, not in a weird way. Yeah, but like that's how I look like I have sex. Wait, is it? I don't. I know. don't know. There's like one move where you're like, well, this is like if you're on top. 
Yeah. I forget it. I don't I'm, sa- do I'm sitting in a weird power stance right <laughs> now. You just right look now. very sexy is Thank all you. I'm saying. Thank I mean, you very much. I'm not trying to offend you. No, um, it does, that's, if you want to offend me, that's not that's the way to not, do it. Okay, Giving good. me beautiful compliments okay, about good. how I look sexy I mean, is God. not. I know. All I want to be doing is photographing you right oh, now. It's the yellow you. nerd of the Nerdist sign behind you and then your t-shirt, your Xena t-shirt. And like it's a 50 cotton, 50 poly, I believe, blend, right? I don't know, but I I'm going to trust you on this. Your nips were hard earlier. I'm completely objectifying you. I don't think I'm bisexual, but I think maybe. Do not mind. Wait, do you date girls ever? I've had sex with girls, but I didn't date girls. Oh my God, I must be so caffeinated because like, I'm just like, yeah. well, I'm like, okay. to go. I, I've had I've had a couple of girl experiences just because I was like, I should I should know what's up. Um, like you know, just cancel everything out, and you know, and and there's always that like, will this make my life easier? And you're like, no, it won't. No, I feel um, like it would complicate my life. Well, here's women- the thing. So my mom, because uh, I never talked because I was so promiscuous, I never talked about any promiscuity that I had with my mom because really? I just didn't want her to know anything. So. By doing that, she thought I was a lesbian and think, thought I was hiding it. So she like rolled in and like laid down with me. She's like, Chantal, like, do you like girls? She and laid I was down like, with you and asked that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I, she's my mom. She's still like, okay. Oh, no, no. okay cool, cool. And she's like, do you like girls? And I was like, no. I was like, no, mom. I was like, I have enough trouble with my own treasure chest that like I don't need to deal with anybody else. This is when I'm like 14 or 15. And then she was like, oh, good. Yeah. She's like, let me t- tell you about it. She was like, yeah, because, you know, another woman's body is just like another person. She was like, I was once with this girl and I had to like leave because it was so bad. I was like, OK, so now my mom is telling me about her lesbianic oh, experiences. Like, this is great. Um, What'd she say? What else? Um. That she was just basically trying to explain that, like, you know, if another person's body doesn't make it any easier, if it's a woman or a man, it's still oh, it's just, just going to be. Yeah, it's just a person. I know. I Life to... lessons from your mother. Well, we're going to get we got to get back to Jordan Rock. But in a second, yeah. Um, I yeah, I had the conversation with my mom. I was like, I was like, mommy, do you think because I tell my mom everything, all my promiscuous stuff yeah. like uh, and I was like, uh, you think I'm a lesbian? Should I date girls? My bisexual is there a possibility. And she was like, because uh, I've made out with girls, yeah. but always in front of guys to so, like, get them off yeah. at clubs, like that dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah. And my mom was like, it is one thing to make out with a girl in front of a guy to get some dude off. Yeah. It is quite another to be eating pussy behind closed doors. And I was like, yeah, do I want to be eating a girl, whatever, behind closed doors? No, I don't. But I do feel like when I'm 50 or 60, yeah. I feel like, okay, right now, fuck, I am caffeinated as fuck. Yeah. Is this okay? Right. Yeah, that's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, totally. I and mean, what else can you say? Yeah. Okay. No, but, I think uh, you should share. I mean, listen, I think it's... It's good to cross off your list and see if it's something you like. Or, or I'm not. I'm not having a, cri- yeah. a crisis. But I, I mean, don't no. think you are. I mean, listen. I, I think at this point you would know. I would. Know. I just feel like now I'm at the stage where it's like I'm dating. Maybe one day I will get. Uh, I'm married. Maybe I'll have a kid, and then uh, maybe I'll get divorced, depending on what happens. And then I'll be like under the Tuscan sun like yeah. Diane Lane or something but then also having a lesbian experience and learning how to sounds, go down on a girl I mean like my like, favorite movies are Emmanuel like are all those 70s oh, yes. soft porn that was my dream when I went to film school to I was, porn. was to direct 70s soft porn no literally like Emmanuel's oh, where it's like all girls like sucking on each other's nipples <laughs> like, like that. that's all I wanted to do yeah. where everybody's overdubbed in English even though we're all talking English oh know, my like, goodness wait have you so did you like your experiences with girls? Um, so I thought they were great. Like I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like b- women feel so great. They're so soft, and like they. And I also like went for girls that looked like me, kind of. of. So it was I so would. My so, God, you're gorgeous. Yeah. So it was like kind of narcissistic, oh, but yeah. it was like, and it was like, oh, it's so nice. Like I understand. Like it made me feel like I knew myself better. Also, I was very good at going down on girls because you were? I because I used some tricks that I um that tell, I learned. Tell us. I, I, I tell don't. us. It's a see. It'll go. It's going to the. I don't want go it down to, on me right now, and I'll down. tell you what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Right I can't, um, it's it's a very it's a it's a tongue thing. Um, it's What's a trick. It's a tongue thing. And so then, um, but then I was like, you know, the only thing that this is missing 
I wish this girl had a dick. <laughs> that was it. That was yeah. it. That was it. I, I was totally like, get it. I was like, this would be so. Br-. So I was like, maybe I like, um, like What's chicks with dicks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what the. I know. I don't either. I don't know what the term we, is. I didn't want to say that. I know. I, well, I call it a Hannah Montana because it's the best of both worlds. Hannah Montana. Yeah, that's what I call it. I don't even know what that means. Well, because she's like Hannah Montana on the show. She was. She had a tour. She played Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana, right? So, and she. Um, see, I can't Aristotle, Aristotle, Aristotle and, no, and nodding. like nodding. Yeah. And so she had a tour called The Best of Both Worlds. And so that's what I call it is The Best of Both Worlds. If you have a dick and breasts, I was like, maybe that's my thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, may, I, I had a threesome with a girl. She went down to me and then she kissed me. And I was like, ah, oh, she's so soft. This is so gross. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm so soft. Wait, it was so gross that she was soft? You no, didn't like- I didn't like it because yeah. I like the, I like stubble and I like, uh, you yeah. know, the difference and and, uh, and I like a dick. I mean, yeah. we had to get, that's why we had yeah. to get her boyfriend involved um, later, but that was a long, long time wow. ago. But uh, tell me about my boyfriend, Jordan Rock. Um, he's How tall super is nice. he? Only, that's a good question. Five, five something. No, yeah. Five something? Yeah. I, that, that's all you're going to give me? Five, I don't want to offend it. Five, ten? Wait, I hate that this conversation kind of started because yeah. it's like I need more. Yeah, uh, this is a horrible. Uh, what a hor- no, but 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 Jordan's very nice and funny. He's up and coming. He's in L.A. He's up and, and coming. Yeah, and he's a comedian. Yeah, he's a really funny comedian. This has nothing to do with. I know we launched in this conversation in kind of like a politically incorrect slash yeah. politically correct kind Ooh. of jargon. No, it was way. just totally straight up politically incorrect. It's who cares? There was nothing correct. About I was just being real. Yeah. Is it okay to be real? Yeah. What is it politically correct not to anymore. be real? Apparently not. I mean, I'm not offending anybody. We live I'm in a com- horrible. I don't mind being politically correct if it's like for the greater good because we know so much more. Yeah. But when it turns into this thing where it's like, oh my God, you don't even know the content. I'm just yeah. talking and every step of the way, it's like, I can't even have a conversation. It's that, getting so really nice. hard. No, we're tiptoeing around yeah. here. Everything is eggshells right now and it's really, really hard. I know. I don't like that. That irritates me. I can't handle Well, I just can't keep up. And also, if your intent is like, I'm not Nothing trying to bad. hurt anybody or yeah. offend anybody. And if I knew, if I, I, I will do my best, but at the same point, I don't want to yeah. censor myself. I was like naked laying around with some guy one time and I said something politically incorrect. Yeah. I said the word tranny okay. by accident. Yeah. Because I thought that was a cuter way of saying transgender. Yeah. Technically. And I'm not even going to edit this out because it's like, because I'm just walking through my, yeah. and we're naked. He knew my context and he was like, but he got mad the way he like scolded me. He wasn't like, oh, you, you can't say that. It's like, because it's, it's, this is the term. He was like, you can't say that. Like, but I was like, yeah. we're naked. It's four in the morning. I made a mistake. Oh my God. I, he's like, that's rude. You better not tweet that. And I was like, yeah. tweet it. Well, I tweeted. I, well, that, was, that was such a jump. I was like, oh, I thought you that better was not a, get that tattooed yeah. on you. I know that was your next that's tattoo. Your next, you're going to be your tram stamp Don't for sure. Get those, go get those t shirts made. Oh, Cancel that order. Cancel that order at Kinko's. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Because I just thought the word was was the cuter version yeah. of the politically correct. It's not. And I will Apparently never say it again. Not, yeah. And now I'm just but I'm look, talking around but it. But look, you learned your lesson. Learning. Look. Learning. Okay. So I he said, taught you a valuable lesson. If he had done it with less gusto, you probably. Probably potentially could have made that faux pas in you're, a worse you're so situation. Right. The thing I'm podcasting is yeah. thanks because somebody <laughs> yeah. just cut that word out and take it out of context. But um, yeah. So I have a huge crush on Jordan Rock. I can't believe it. And uh, he's really nice and he funny. A, does he have a girlfriend? I don't. I don't think so. Is he straight? None yeah, I believe. So. Yeah, he is. Five ten. You say? I, that's a guess. What a fucking stud. How, how, how do we get him here? Um, I could call d- him right now. I could DM him. <laughs> I could. I'll. I'll DM him. DM him. Yeah, you should totally have him on your podcast. Oh my god! I'm sure he would love it. He's really nice. He's really nice. Yeah, yeah. he was. He's a standout. So, 
Any spoilers for the next season of Love? I don't think I can give any away. Okay, don't. I mean, I can tell you afterwards, but yeah. Um, and then are you going out auditions like regularly now? Um, so weird. Yeah. Tell for me. the first time, but this is literally just two weeks. I've been going on auditions. I'm horrible at it. I'm just get, trying to get better at it. It's not. It's what hard. Do you, do I don't you know how you do it. It's really hard. Uh, it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It get seems some like, beta blockers. Yeah. 10 milligram beta blockers. Um, and there's an app for your phone. Yeah. I don't know if you have an iPhone. Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called Line Learner. Ooh, because I use rehearsal apps. Oh, I think, that's the, I think that's the better one. Every yeah. time I tell somebody about Line Learner, they're like, I use rehearsal apps. Oh, okay. And I think like... Uh, well, I'm just really bad at it. Do you memorize your lines fully? Yeah, you, you should. Yeah. I'm really bad at it. It's the hardest thing in the world. You just have to do it and you have to like train your brain i mean whatever i don't book that much but like i'm I'm getting better and i do make a living whatever you're on a fucking show you're on a show you're on a hit show called love yeah that came out of nowhere yeah because you have a cool relationship with god now yeah and you said no i'm just kidding (laughs) i I talked to the universe now 11 11 and i blew out a candle i'm saying i had an eyelash fall off and i (laughs) i think i I do believe talking to the universe is a cool thing and i i i get shy to say it but i believe it well you know i also talked to my mom um I don't oh, I believe I, I, ugh, this is so weird. No, I believe, I believe that love is God. I don't believe in God, but I believe love is God. That's so weird. Um, you know, that quote in Heather's, our love is God. Um, he says when he picks her up after the cow poop incident, after the cow tipping, like it's a, such a lost throwaway when line. When Christian Slater says our love is God. He said our love is God. Our when he love picked, is God. I've used it in songs all the time. Yeah. That's like my life motto. Oh my God. I'm writing yeah. this down too, right next to uh, Joe's Pizza and yeah. Jordan Rock 510. And, I could, and you know what? I should really watch it because I feel like maybe I even made it up because it's not, it's, it is there though. Like right after <gasps> when he goes and picks her up and he holds out his hand and he goes, our love is God. And it's so throwaway. It's oh so weird. So, but I actually believe that. So like, like I believe that like love is very powerful, and so I ta- I don't believe in God, but I believe my mom like does weird things just because weird things have happened where like around my birthday or anytime I'm questioning anything or something's going, she will literally find a way to and I say literally um, drop drop a note to me that she has written sometime in her life like a, a letter being pertaining to exactly what is happening in the world and oh my, my situation and it's very very bizarre my husband who doesn't believe in any of this stuff is like it's weird like I it's believe very weird this. i believe it and i i feel like we're all like whatever god is or whatever yeah. i'm not religious either yeah. I, all the disclaimers because yeah. it's like oh because it's not cool to be like this we come from like, but fucking to god and oh this God. is the circle of life. Is that what pegging is called? Like when you fuck a dude in the asshole, it's pegging? Is that what it's called? Anyway, Aristotle's a- nodding. He knows. Oh, my God. Aristotle. He's there- getting sexier every podcast. I want to know more about what Aristotle knows because the things he's nodded in agreement about are so interesting. Can I get back to God talk yeah, for a please, second? Yes, my God. Please, sorry. Jesus. Jesus. But uh, I feel like we're all like we are God. You know what I mean? Like we're manifestations of God. Like if, if there is a God, whatever it's like, so, cause I make the decisions when I, I don't know, whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm all over the place. I can't do this. I get but, it. uh, yeah, our love is God. That is a beautiful thing. I know. I almost burst into tears. Oh, oh I don't know. Like, and then people have said, like, we have guardian angels that are watching us and making sure. Because, do you believe that? Or um, no? Well, I believe I've just had some really weird moments in my life, and like where right after my mom passed away, I was staying. Um, I was like homeless and broke, and I just broken up with my boyfriend. I was staying on the Upper East Side with my best friend Paul, Paula Weber. Shout out, um, Paula with her, Weber. Yeah, with her with her um, mom Carol on East Eighty Sixth Street, and so I was staying with her and her. her father had passed away when uh, she was 12 and we went out and it was one of those really like summer beautiful summer days and we went out in our boxer shorts and I was like let's talk to our parents I was like let's 
talk to our parents if you're like okay i was like let's i was like mom make it rain i was like if you were listening make it rain make it rain right now and within 20 seconds it was a beautiful summer day it was torrential downpour. No. torrential downpour and we were like running around just like laughing man- maniacally running around in our boxer shorts just around the block and then i was like make it stop make it no. stop and within 15 seconds it stopped and it was a beautiful clear day again so weird things like that yeah. make me believe in you know, uh, so, and, and not even a higher power, just that there's, you know, it. there's yeah. energy. I like to think the world is more magical than not. And I think it's such yeah. a better way to like live your life. You yeah, know, I enjoy like, it. Why think like there isn't some kind of magical yeah. stuff happening? I do believe, though, that when you die, DMT releases. Wait, what do you mean? Do you know about DMT? I was going to ask you what you think happens when you die. Okay. Yeah. You know about DMT? No, tell me. DMT, there's this great book called We Are Your Brains. And DMT what is, it is called? We Are our brains okay. or your brains um we are our brains and so it basically tells you like what happens from your brain from like when it, you're the semen implants to when you die you know so from your whole life how your brain works and this is the explanation for death which i find the most interesting because everybody wins and i like that so dmt is like uh there's a part of your brain that is the most protected part of your brain which is like in between and its sole purpose is, is when you die it excretes this chemical called dmt which in the more synthesized version is like ayahuasca would be the closest thing to it okay. in the physical world. And ayahuasca, which I've never done, have you done? Um, it's, you know, supposedly makes you trip and it sort of expands time and is very uh, spiritual. So if you take like a little bit of ayahuasca, it'll make you feel like maybe you're tripping for a couple of hours, but it'll feel like it's been a couple of days and you've had a very sp- spiritual journey, whatever your proclivity is. And so DMT, when you die, the last thing your body does is release like a bathtub's worth of DMT, which floods your body. Yeah. So to me, that makes sense. If you have like any spiritual inclination, if you think you're going to get 72, 72 virgins or go to hell or whatever, it makes it feel like it's an eternity. And then you go to whatever your version of heaven or hell is or whatever you think happens afterwards. And then everybody wins. And it's a medical reason that explains the afterlife. And I love it. Does the DMT get released a little bit if you have a near-death experience where you die for a moment and then come back to life? I feel like that's happened. I have to do more research on it. But I think that, that they've, they're doing research on that. Have you done mushrooms? Yes. Do you love them and should I do them? Um, I haven't done them since I was in eighth grade. Oh, God, and... you're so much cooler than no, me. I'm sorry. like, <laughs> I, t- uh, I haven't done it since eighth grade. And I, oh, no, wait, no, that's not true. I've done them uh, a couple years ago. I ate like a chocolate like that had mushrooms and it was fun. Yeah. I took like just a little bit amount, though, not like a hero's dose or anything. Like a hero's dose. dose that's yeah. a good name yeah. for something. Yeah. A hero's dose. So should I do them? I know uh, the personal thing. How do you... I think you for all of those sort of things, I see I prefer like sort of chemically things where it's a dosage where yeah. you know what you're getting oh, because yeah. with those sort of natural things, it makes me a little nervous because it's really about your chemistry and how that affects. And also it really um, exacerbates like any issues you have oh, in your no. own mind. And that's what scares I'm the shit out of me. control freak. Yeah, see, that's where it might not be good. Oh, Jesus. So it's like if you have a headache, it'll make it magnify it and make it 10 times bigger. So if, so. I don't trust myself I'd with those things. I'd rather just drink alcohol a little bit. Yeah. Um, what about, have you done, uh, but you can do DMT, right? Um, I think so. Can't you? I feel like I have an ex-boyfriend. I don't want, I don't want to. You don't I, want to. I'm going to save it Wait for- Wait till you die. I'm going to save it. Yeah. But so here's the thing is because I don't believe in like a real heaven or hell, I, I'm kind of jealous of people that believe so strongly in their version of it. So I've been trying to just visualize something that makes me happy so that when I die- 
my eternity. What I've been visualizing is my husband and I driving um, through New Zealand for all eternity with puppies in the back seat of a car. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm picturing. Do you have dogs? No. Why did um, <laughs> you get one tomorrow so you can start living eternity tr- tomorrow? Because we travel too much to have <sighs> a dog, and so and we might potentially like live in New Zealand or what? something. I don't Why? know. I love it. Have you ever been there? I've been to Australia a bunch. That's totally different. It's, it's not as so, green. It's, it's the opposite of Australia. It's kind okay. of. Where well, it's stop a, yelling at me. Okay. Just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I went out with the jet guy, went to Australia like 10 oh, yeah. times, but like uh, New Zealand looks so pretty. It's incredible. It's the most magical place. So why in the world. would you move there? I just I don't know. I love it. It's, it makes me really happy. We'll do some more seasons of love. Yeah. No, I will do. Go. Listen, if I need to work even if I'm there just a couple months of the year, I don't yeah. We have friends that live there half the year and live here. So but Wellington is like an artist community where it feels like an art school dropout like the whole city and everybody does a million different things. Like everyone's a slashy there but in the coolest way possible where like the secretary of Weta, he also like has a band where he sings about being a secretary. Like he has songs called like Copy and Paste, and he makes videos about like oh copy. So it's just they're just creative for the sake of being creative. Where I feel like in America, that's not really encouraged. You know, mm-hmm. if you're an actor, they're like be an actor, and you're you know, and I'm a musician, they're like oh you're an actor, and it's Ugh. here they don't encourage that. Whereas there, they're like yeah, you're an artist, make art, good for yeah. you, like do whatever you want, you know. And it's and it's artsy without the fartsy. Yeah. Well, God, in the next 10 years, what is your goal? To, like, to do all the stuff. You talked about the book. You're, on, you're working on the show. To you're find going- my path. I mean, I'm just really just searching right now for what I want the next. I, I, I'm so not used to having a clear goal. And I'm just trying to, like, hone in on what it is. And go with the flow and all the stuff. And I'm trying to enjoy. I'm just trying not to freak out yeah. about the future at all possible moments, which is a totally new thing for me to try and not do. So I'm just trying to, like enjoy what's happening and not be so nervous and let things happen because it's like being the being nervous about it does nothing right yeah. when you so when you let go it's like the same but stuff is gonna happen right drives you though i mean oh, the it's nerves so, do drive yeah you. no and i mean most of my thing the things that i do are like you know i'll show them like yeah. that's so much of my life is i'll, I'll show, show my them. dad i'll yeah, show I'll my so, dad also and at this point i mean like if i won an award the list would be like fuck yous instead of thank yous you know, oh be really like, this who? why oh my god so much of just people who have said no or not even no i don't even mind a no just you know people who are like oh she's too fat she's too ugly you what? do whatever i mean this has been my Ugly. whole life yeah oh my god you're a doll face oh, well, thank you're you a but magical that is not what doll. the world has been telling me for a okay. very long time it's a very interesting and you believed it though yeah That's no the... i didn't believe it oh, That's good. the thing is like i've always fought against it but then it's still needles inside of you Ugh. and live you know yeah. so i like there's there's a very conflicting sides of me where i there part of me is like go fuck yourself i'll show you i'm no i'm better than that and then part of me being like but are they true you know it's yeah so i'm t- working really hard to kill that other side of me that's a hard thing though because it's like it, it does get scary where you're like oh my god if i do get healthy if i do get happy if i do get okay and i'm not yeah. trying to prove myself it's like well that doesn't mean i'm not gonna be like productive and arty yeah. and cool and creative and yeah it's will like, it lose my drive yeah I don't, know. I don't think it has to be that way i don't think so either. it does not i'm um, excited to see i just don't know any other way so yeah. i'm excited i don't even know what another way will look like and i'm curious and excited to see what it'll be like but you're in therapy you're on <laughs> antidepressants tell what are the things you want to tell like uh young girls who are listening to this thing just to leave them with who, who like look up to you or are struggling or huh. going through all the stuff that you like I don't know. Tell them something helpful. Um, to just uh, be the best version of yourself and to not try and compare yourself to other people. And you don't have to follow anybody else's timeline. And to really just, if you have good instincts, trust them. If you don't, trust somebody else's, yeah. you know, to learn very quickly, to 
respect yourself, but also enjoy yourself. And um, like, don't let don't let what other people think stop you. And um, and and really just follow your hearts and wishes. And don't think because you look a certain way or act a certain way that you can never be loved or accepted. We can all be loved and accepted. Yeah. And uh, and it's just a question of finding somebody who deserves to love you the way you deserve to be loved. Why did you choose your husband? Why is he that guy? Like, how did you know he, like, he's the guy that I will marry? You know, because um, it seems like we're yeah. the type of people who are like when we're younger. I'm not I to never. Love you and, oh yeah, marry. Now I'm totally like, yeah. well, I want somebody want to marry never. me. I want to get married. I want to feel yeah. So why this guy? I never thought I would be the type of person to get married, and neither was he. I mean, he was 35 when I married him, and I was 22, and so he did. Um, but 22, you got yeah. married at 22. Oh no, I got married. Sorry, I met him. I was 25 when I got married. Got it. Um, and so um, and he was 38. Yeah, and um, so but he's just I couldn't imagine a life with it. He's the person he makes everything sweeter we trust each other we love each other we respect each other we are so every day we thank each other and we are so grateful to have found each other because we're both so normal and we have the same moral ethics and sense of he, he makes me la- he makes me laugh he makes me come he makes oh, me you yeah. know he's he's just the person he's if anything happened to him i would be done and i know that's really weird to say but i life will never get sweeter than being with him and i I want to share everything with him in the world forever. And we both feel the exact same way. And we realize we're really, really, really lucky. And every day we, we don't say it to each other because we have to, but every day there is something there that reminds us of that, that we feel obligated where it's like, I have to say, I'm so fortunate to have found you. Oh my God. Yeah. We just lucked out. I'm just going to burst into tears. Oh Oh my goodness. I think that, I think I really do think that there are people like, and people get married because we are married and they see what we're like and I'm like please don't do that because it's different for everybody we have a lot of people that have done that but I think that all I did listen I fucked a lot of frogs to find my prince yeah I sampled everything I knew what I didn't want so I knew when I found the right person you know I I feel like it's so important to get all that shit out of your system because I feel like I'm so glad that I'm in my 30s now where it's like uh, because I know myself better and I know what doesn't work and I know it's like yeah, and to ha- take that time for yourself. Well, you got married very young, but, but I'd also had a lot of but I had done a lot. You had done a lot. Yeah, yeah. If oh, I had gotten, if I hadn't done, you know, twenty five looks different on a lot of people. You You'd know, be dead in a dumpster. Different. Yeah, if you're my age, and then and, and, and I'm just kidding. But I, I don't no. want to know I mean, how. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, that's part of what we think. Where I was like, I can't even imagine what single. I mean, I probably wouldn't be living here. I don't think I could handle being single in L. A. Why? Because like I know it's because so I'd be competing with you. No, oh my god. Well, there's like now they're dating apps too, Ugh. which is like a whole I other thing. I don't even know. Even though my whole life was a dating app, believe me, I used I, friend, know, I used face. I used all of those things like they were dating apps. Makeout friends club. Oh, Do you my, remember Makeout Club? Uh, that was yeah. like OG, OG. Like oh, I'm still what? friends with people from Makeout Club. Who like Mia, that? the guy from uh... Mia, Devin from Badass Digest, Gibby, and yeah. Oh my god, what about that guy from? Uh, oh god, I used to love this guy from Philadelphia. He would come in. He was in a band and he was like which one delta oh, 72 so, greg yes that guy used to be in love with him greg foreman i used to be so hot for that dude i, I know now he I'm was like, good looking uh sorry i found him good looking but then i just he's not my I, you know what Back all of those day, things though. that are not my all of those things that were my type i when i see them on the street they it just makes me gag now they don't do it for me at all me anymore. neither yeah. like the guy i'm dating it's just it's different yeah. it's not my oh vibe my anymore now i like people who just look like my husband which is gross and like my husband isn't even my type like he is my type but anybody else who looks like him isn't my type but i'm attracted to them because they just remind me Aww, of him and, that and, your and, and my, your grandpa and your grandpa and obviously i want to have sex with my grandpa <gasps> oh 
Oh my he's one hundred and three, and he's on oxygen. <laughs> oh my god! Well, and, and now the whole weird thing is like, so yeah, you meet, meet people on apps, but then it's like, not only do you, is there the the stages of a relationship where you're like, okay, we're going to go on a date, we're dating, we're getting to know each other. Are you my boyfriend? Or okay, well, now we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Then there's like a weird new category of of uh, being in a relationship where it's like, hey, are you still on the dating app, or did you delete the dating app? Because Ooh. and that's like a conversation I never thought I ever wanted to have or would have to have. Are you on Raya? Yes, I'm on. Oh. I call it Raya, but oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't only leave, I've no, only nobody seen knows it how once. To, I'm on Raya, and like, yeah. And I'm, I'm, Are there? I, I've seen some good. I've only lived vicariously. I look at it through other people's things, and yeah. it's so interesting to me. I met a guy that I, uh, yeah, on Raya. Do the people guy. use it like Tinder, or is it supposed to be more like a relationship? It's funny. I don't know. It's like Tinder, but the funny thing is, it's all like creative people yeah. in the industry, blah blah yeah, yeah. blah, and then like a lot of douchebags like on yachts or like with fedoras. Yeah. I've or seen DJs. some. I've seen the pictures, and I'm like, nope, so gross. But then there's some awesome people on there, and then there's some people I already know, or people that like, oh, we know of each other's work, and then I can be like, hey, you want to do my podcast? And they're yeah. like, yeah, I'd love to, but it's like no like vibe. I just want to go on it just to be friends. Oh my god, that's kind of. I think people actually do, and there's like one person on there who's like in a couple, and he's like, we're just looking for threesomes, and I'm like, what? Oh! I'm not, I'm not into that. But, oh, uh, I appreciate the honesty. But yeah, that's true. It's like it's all pictures of him and his girlfriend. But uh, but yeah, like I met a guy uh, through an app from 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 Raya, and it's just like a weird thing where it's like, oh my god, this is like somebody to consider. Like if if it gets serious with a person that you met on the app, ugh, you actually that's a legit conversation because you're like, it's like you're advertising yourself to yeah. other people as being single. Totally. So if you get serious with somebody in real life. That's like another thing to be like, yeah. can we get some clarity on this? Like, what are we doing? I just want to be Have on the Have you same had page. that conversation with anybody? No. I mean, no, because I'm not there yet. I'm so grateful. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm just really grateful I don't have to be dating in this time period. And if James, anything ever happened to him, I'm just out. You got 20 minutes to get to me. And then whenever the pills kick in, and I'm you're just, done. Oh my God. We have a suicide pact. Unless we have kids. Whoa. Oh my yeah. god. Unless we have kids. And then the kids part of the suicide pact. Yeah, right? then we kill yeah, the kids. First. No, we make them kill us and then window. Yeah. No, no, the kid has to kill both of us and then kill themselves. That's yeah. the plan where it's like oh I hope god. they are old enough to hold a gun. God, we can't really end the show there, yeah. can we? I mean, we should. <laughs> oh my god, well, you so just put in two yeah. put in three gunshot noises and no. then we'll have it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um Oh man, so many feelings. Do you regret doing the show? Not at all. I'm do, so happy. Do you feel good? Do we talk about everything? Is there anything th- left to talk about? I mean, there's infinitely m- many things, but I think we've talked about a lot. What do you plug? So, Conquistadora was an album from yeah. last went last year. No, no, February. This I put February. It yeah, I don't even know what this. Oh my God, so I mean, like, I'm so gonna release... get that on, on on iTunes. Yeah, oh, you I, don't believe on Spo- believe in Spotify. I right? don't. It's very robbing, bad for musicians. Robbing the artist. Yes. Same as like people like. Bit torrenting films yeah. and, or whatever is that the right term? Well, it's even worse in the sense that people don't know that there's anything wrong with it. Like yeah. they think that it's okay because the record labels get a piece of it. Yeah, so like it's, it's so basically fucked. it's Napster with the record labels involved. So yeah. the only people they're screwing are artists yeah. and songwriters. Yeah, and so I just don't agree. I believe streaming is the future and even the present, and I think it's what will happen. It just needs to be more fair. Yeah, and, and that's it's just it. like still kind of topsy turvy out there. Yeah, and I know. Need to be some more rules. So you can get on iTunes. iTunes, and then I have another EP coming out in a couple months. Like, I'm going to release three EPs this year. Oh, wow. Because why not? Because so I don't com- care. When do you write? Um, Nighttime? No, I'm not. I don't even. I, these are all done. These are all done. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I just, I'm, no, I'm okay. just, I'm so burnt on music. I haven't played a show in a year. You like, sound more lively about it. So people get behind you. No, oh, no, but yeah. the music is awesome. I just like, well, the biggest problem is there's no 21 and up, like, good venues here like that i want to play what What about the troubadour is it 
Yeah, I just I, like. You don't like the Troubadour? No, I like it. I'm just not playing there. I, like, so I just don't. I mm. want to play Hotel Cafe. Mm. The smell. Oh, the too smell. Gritty. I know the oh. smell. I kind of like. I'm getting like really into like my punk rock roots. Yeah. So I'm like getting into this. Um, I could kind of go for this, but it's just the act. Of, I love the act of writing music, and I love the act of playing shows. Everything that comes after writing the music, the business of it, and then the act of uh, everything that goes into putting on a show makes me want to die inside. So that those are the things. So I can't really play a show without having to. Put Put together a show and yeah. releasing music is such a pain in the ass. Just the business of it makes me crumble. Like, uh, like I always think of those poor unfortunate souls in Little Mermaid. That's what I feel like. Oh my goodness! You know, the, the, when, when they're <laughs> oh, just, oh well, the, the Garden of Lost Souls. Well, I say push put a show together anyway. Yeah, fight past this. All right, do yeah. it. Advertise it on your Twitter. And yeah. your Instagram. I have. I haven't played in a long time. I would have a lot of people like the love people have never like so many yeah. people haven't seen me put play together a show. a show at Hotel Cafe. Ugh. Whatever. I know we have a little douchey over yeah. there, but whatever. Do do something at the smell. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm do just it. A little, okay. You do it. Okay. All right. All right. Advertise it on your cool Instagram. Uh, people could, could follow you on Instagram it's at like, Chantal. I just want to post Claret. pictures of dogs. Come on. <laughs> You're just, too nubile and dewy. This is the youngest you're ever going to be. I know. You look this fucking is awesome. This is, it's it's not fuck. getting better. That's why it's, I took no, naked. Not that's why I took either. topless photos because I was like, they're when? going. When? Um, Where are they? They're on Instagram. Check out her topless photos on Instagram <laughs> at Chantal Claret. Am I saying that perfectly right? Yeah, that sounds perfect. Okay, good. And that's where they can find you on Instagram. Twitter, the same hand. Handle, yeah. right yeah where else uh facebook this is chantal claret or just chantalclaret.com what do they uh what do they google on itunes to find you chantal claret or if, morningwood if you want that old stuff here's the thing it's just stuff okay it's not yeah. old it's neither here yeah. nor there it's, it's just true. stuff it's the stuff you've made it's, it's in the ether listen all right i appreciate that if you don't know what she looks like not that that's her main draw okay Definitely she's, a, not. she's obviously a feisty fun yeah. woman but she makes cool music mm-hmm and uh, you should check out what she looks like. Look for her nudes. Follow her on Instagram. Yeah, and you can watch my video. Jerk off to her music. Light yeah. a candle. I shot the video in uh, New Zealand, the Conquistadora video. Oh, you did? Yeah. Shout out to New Zealand. The best place on earth. Did you direct the video? Yeah. Um, God, what other videos? Are you? I, I direct. Know. I direct most of our like our most a creative of woman yeah. on a television show called Love on Netflix. Yeah. Check her out on all the places. I've told you enough. I think we've said it all. Yeah, I did think we, we have. We did? I don't think there is literally any more words in the, the world uh, that about, we could use. About four minutes ago, you said that yeah. it could, we could be talking forever, and now you're like, <laughs> no, you're, you're like no, Lexi, we really have. Uh, now anyway. I need to go find a missing person. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. oh, God. Okay, let's get back on track with the like, priorities, <laughs> and uh, thank you for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Nerdist.com.